Good morning. It's 8.40. This is Kickstart. We're here on Facebook streaming live with you right now. And then here in a bit, we are actually going to go on to 99.5 FM and get into it. We have a, an awesome show. It's been a great week so far. Very busy, but we're very blessed. Blessed, but busy. That's something that we learned yesterday when we were talking to Stone Cold Meats. He yeah. said, it's always good to be blessed. I'm blessed. And I love that idea. Yeah, because then we could be, what if we were doing nothing? And how bored we would be. You're either bored or you're blessed. So we're counting it all joy. We're counting it all blessings. It is A40. It's Thursday, which means it's Friday, Junior. Thank you, Snapchat, for informing me of that. And that means we're pretty much in the weekend. So all of the fun is starting to come into come into play. Do you work for the weekend? Like, do you just, I'm living for the weekend? Not me. I work for the week. I work in the week, too. I never quite understood that saying. You I'm, know, everybody's working for the weekend. Like, what do you mean? Like, okay, you're working it just for the weekend. It's here, and then it's like, oh, I got to go back to work? I feel like, at least when I used to have a, a regular job, because I don't feel like I have a regular job here. What do you have now? What do you what do you consider this? Uh, a lifestyle. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. But, I can see that. But yeah. I, I would look forward to Friday and Saturday and Sunday to relax. You know, it's like, oh, okay, awesome. I don't have to do anything for three days, you know, or like, you know, once 3.30 hit, you know, it's like, oh, awesome. I don't have to worry about anything until Monday at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Not now. Now it's like, I don't even know when a weekend is. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's like, well, because when I was a news reporter, um, I used to have um mhm i used to have like two days off oh, okay what days what days were they were they in the week or on yeah it was like monday tuesday so that was my weekend but i worked saturday sunday but i would still look forward to be like hey sunday's done i don't have to do anything for two days but here it's not that way no i like it you know i was talking to my wife yesterday and she said sometimes it feels like we're always we're always like on the go which is definitely true. We're always the next appointment, the next meeting, the next service, the next event. And it is. It's one, two, three, go. You know, and it's not just our lives that are that way. I feel like that's just like the culture now that we are in. You know, there's that soccer practice. There is the music lesson. There is the business meeting. There is the the appointment that I have to have for myself. That's why it's so important to have self-care. And that means different things for different people. I remember the last time I had like an entire like where I could literally look back and be like, man, I didn't do anything. What the what was I doing was the summer between when I worked at the private uh, Christian school here and worked at Chavez High School that whole summer. I don't think I worked like I don't think I had like a job. And so I played video games all the time. Like every day I would wake up, I would go for a run. (laughs) I would eat donuts and then play video games. See, I guess that's fine, but for me, like, I want to be productive. I want to be able to do something. And I understand, like, okay, taking a day, a week, but after a while, like, didn't it get boring to you? I look back and I I don't think it did. We've had this conversation before, and I asked you, I said, Kurt, what did you do with your free time before you started working at the church and started, like, working different events and volunteering in the community and doing I, all the stuff and you said I used to play video games. Yeah, I loved playing video games. But how did your life feel? You felt fine, huh? I did. It That's felt weird. great. It felt great. But I think I think working here at KHEA Radio, working for Abundant Life Christian Center, it does it seems like forever ago. 
because it's been like three years of nonstop, like going on to the next thing, going on to the next thing. And I love it. It's a lifestyle. I, I, I don't look at this as a job. When we're here until 10 o'clock, when we're here until, you know, late, I don't look at it at like, hey, I'm doing a job. I don't feel exhausted. It's a lifestyle. Are you complaining right now? No. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. I was like, but I am looking forward to my vacation. Okay. Coming up soon. That's good. Yeah, good. Um, it's exciting. Is anybody else going on vacation? Where are you going? What are your plans, your thoughts? I see that comment. This is from Saul. He said, uh, spa days are healing days. You know, whenever you have different things that you like to do. I know my wife likes to go, you know, she doesn't get to do it very often at all. And maybe I should try and, and make sure she does. But go get her nails painted, you know, at the nail salon. Or go get a, a pedicure or go get those other things. And those are those like self self days. You know, it's just be able to relax for a bit. You know, there's two things that I want to do on a, on a relaxed day. Get a massage and play video games. Those are my spa days. Okay. You know, I need one. I got I got this little crank in my neck and then also my back. It's like. What's wrong with your back? Chopper. It has to carry your body Co- around. Oh, ho, ho, yes. It's hard work. It's a lot work. going on. we got a minute. We're going to go on the FM. We're going to be talking uh, to a couple guests. One is Simon with Skydive Galveston. We're going to learn about the perfect opportunity for you this summer. Maybe you've already uh, jumped out of a perfectly good airplane before. Maybe you haven't before, and you can do it right over the ocean in Galveston, Texas. There's always a lot going on in Galveston. It's almost it's almost impossible to touch on everything. We were just talking about that earlier before the show started as well. All the cool stuff in Galveston and how we want to try and touch on it all, especially before the summer's over. So, you know those those relaxing off days? Hey, Kurt, there's no there's no time. You know what we do really isn't work. You know, in that hot dog video at Legacy Collision, Kurt's painting the car, and it was pretty fun. It was fun and funny, and uh, also, you know, we're shouting out all the, the cool stuff Legacy's doing. But that, honestly, may be the first time I've ever seen you actually work in in since I've known you. You know where you're actually like sweating and just like man, my arm, we, my back. We got five seconds. Oh, Here we go. That's not fair. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Guardy and I'm Kurt. It's 8:46 a.m. and we have an awesome show this Thursday. It's Friday, Junior. I saw Perry kind of throw that out as well. Friday Eve. Tomorrow's Friday, but that means. We have so much stuff to get done before the weekend, and we're excited. We're going to have a couple guests. We're going to have Simon from Skydive Galveston in the studio. We're also going to be talking about an event that's taking place at Three Acres Food Truck Park where it is going to be benefiting a very special young lady who is in need of a transplant, and we're going to be able to uh, spread some awareness about that event and how you can get involved and, and just help somebody in our community. You know, one of the things that, going back to the Friday Eve thing, if I was a business owner, I would hate the idea of Friday Eve because it just means that, hey, I'm not going to get anything done on Friday. Like if you take that mentality of Friday Eve, <laughs> it's like, oh, Friday's here. I don't have to really do anything. But wow. I will say in my past experiences, Fridays were usually like, you know, watch a movie day or, hey, wear jeans to work kind of day. Like it's OK. You know, when you were yeah. at school, it's like, hey, it's jean day. You can wear jeans on Friday. Casual Friday. Yeah, right? I think that's the thing. Maybe it is at your job. I don't know. You can weigh in in the comments. This is 99.5 FM, but if you are watching and listening on our Facebook stream, go ahead and let us know. 
are you like looking forward to to Friday? Are you working for the weekend, or it's just like, hey, even on the weekend, it's nonstop. I still got work to do. I still have appointments to keep, and it's still just a beautiful life, and I'm thankful for it. Everyone trashes Monday, Tuesday, like. Is is Taco Tuesday? So all you're doing is thinking about tacos. Wednesday it's like Hump Day, so you're you're not paying attention to work on on Wednesday. Thursday it's like Friday Eve, so you can't really enjoy. It, and then Friday's Friday, so like when are you getting your work done? Yeah, maybe you're not getting your work done, and that's why <laughs> that's why your boss is mad at you all the time. Okay, <laughs> get get your work done. You're watching Kickstart on Facebook, really? You're really doing that again? It's gonna be like that. Hey, who are we? We were talking to somebody, and they were like. Well, I'm. Oh, yeah, I know. We had Stone Cold Meats in. Yes. And we had Sean Stone, and his buddy was watching, and he was he was hilarious. You know, like commentating all these different things. He's talking about uh, Wagyu chicken, which doesn't exist. <laughs> you know, and we're like, okay. And he's like, if we I don't... shoot a cow tonight, can I bring it in tomorrow? And I was yes. like, oh, man. And and Sean and Sean Stone was like, I'm pretty sure he's at work. And we're like, we should call his boss and be like, hey, uh, is he, is he getting back to work yet? Or anyways, now we appreciate you listening from anywhere, and that's the beauty of it. With uh, the KHEA radio app, is that you can stream the audio of what goes on on our morning show while also getting your work done or while you're in the car. Maybe if you're outside of our FM range, download the KHEA radio app and you can stream us from anywhere with internet. So you can see it right there in the little corner. You just hit it, it pops open, and then you can also access some member benefits. You can access our community calendar, which will let you know everything that you should potentially well, you could potentially should be at or at least know about that's going on right here in our area. If you want to get your event on this community calendar, send us a message or just make us a co-host of your event. We'll kind of look it over. If it qualifies, if it looks like it's a good cause, we are down to help spread the word. Yes, and then it's easy. It goes right into the community calendar. We also have member benefits where you can go and get 20% off from Texas Pit Stop Barbecue <sighs> just by having that app, which is awesome. I'm trying to think all the money that, that we will be saving now that we have this this tool in our hands. You know, the one thing that people don't realize is we only built this app so that we can save money. So we can get discounts. <laughs> so that we can do it. Yeah, it's a little bit of an upfront cost, but in the long run, Kurt, it's saving a, it. It's a great idea. Yeah. So download the KHEA radio app. Uh, right now we have Cupcake Cache in there. There is a, a benefit. There's a coupon for Cupcake Cache. For Texas Pit Stop Barbecue, there's also one for Hippie Fertilizing. Which I am very excited to 10, be able to use. 10% as well. Save That's 10%. awesome. I love it. Yeah. It's 8.50. We have about 10 minutes. We're going to be talking to Simon from Skydive Galveston. Um, I, I hadn't seen. Have y'all been skydiving before? Have you been skydiving before? Kurt, I know. I've been skydiving before. Yes. It's my one accomplishment in my entire life here at KHEA Radio that, uh, that I look back on. And I'm like, yeah, I did that. I did that. Because nobody thought I could. See, that's where... I I was there, Kurt. I don't know if you you remember this. I was there. Nobody was like rooting against you to think you could. And but whenever you landed, you're like, I showed them. I proved them all wrong. <laughs> and I was like looking around. And it's just like me on the beach with the other guy. And I'm like, Kurt, what are you talking about? Who are you talking? Was it the voices in your head? Is it people in your childhood? They were like, you'll never. Like I can you'll see never a movie. To anything. You'll never skydive. You're like a little kid on the on the blacktop at the playground. They like kick dirt in your face. You'll never skydive. And then it's like you at the lunch table. They flip your t- your your tray over. You'll never skydive. All, all I'm the doing school is bus. Dry, you're like, oh, I'm drawing like pictures of me jumping out of a plane, <laughs> and the little kid comes by and he like rips it up, throws it. <laughs> you'll never amount to skydiving. <laughs> 
is that what happened? And you just Possibly. never told me? Because you were like, I am a man. I am a man. I knew I could do it. See, I proved you all wrong. I can sc-. And I was like, oh, my. That's the first taste of delusion that I had with you because I was so confused. I was so con- I'm still confused by your like nobody thought I could do it. Who are you talking well, about? You Who know, are the people that thought you couldn't do it? Now that I now that everyone has watched my video millions of times when I'm saying like at one point you just like release yourself and you jump out. And it's my voice, you know, talking about it and like I know Will Smith is like in it. <laughs> oh my god. But you know, it's my voice, you oh. know, like saying talking about my experience jumping out, you know, and how it relates to life. Wow. That was me. Wow. That was me. So, if you have any insight, maybe you were one of those people in Kurt's life while he was growing up telling him, you'll never, never, sk- you'll never do this. You'll you know? never skydive. And uh, you prove you got proven wrong. Go ahead and uh, maybe hit a thumbs up emoji. Uh, let me know. Uh, hey, good morning, Ashley from Louisiana. He said, hey, Skydive Galveston is how I met y'all. Uh, we love Tammy and Simon. Which I believe that we're going to finally be able to to meet Ashley whenever she comes in to Texas to actually go visit Simon and do some some skydiving. I think her, her husband that, does. Isn't that happening like yesterday? Is she here? I don't think she's here yet. Okay. Well, and that's what's really fun. That's what we love about Facebook. That's what we love about the internet, being able to broadcast our show all over the world and... Uh, you know, broadcasting and feeling like we get to meet people and make friends with people in Louisiana. I saw Thomas is in here uh, watching as well on our stream, and he's watching from Oklahoma. There's people that watch from all over, and we appreciate y'all taking the time, hanging out with us as we try and spread some positivity. And I know y'all are trying to do the same in your state as well. You know, we've actually given away two skydive trips before. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that people love skydive Galveston. They, they love being a part of it. I'm super excited to talk to them about everything that they have going on. I know there's a major, major event happening in July. Oh. So we can talk a little bit about that and uh, everything else that they have going on. Is the major event going to be somebody proving everybody wrong? <laughs> At the age of 94, probably. <laughs> oh, you know what? Now there would be some doubt. If somebody was 94 years old, 94 years young, jumping out of a skydive, uh, you know, doing a skydiving trip, I feel like there would be people saying, "Hey, you can't, you can't do it, you can't do it." The ninety-six, ninety-six. We just got some clarification. A ninety-six-year-old gentleman. Hey, I'm excited to learn about that. The other thing I'm excited to learn about is all of the updates to their vehicle that they have. The best part is that it looks like brand new paint scheme and everything, and uh, there's still mud on the tires. Like, still, you know, you see that? Is that what you're looking at? So the, are you judging people's tire? Like, we just got out of a legacy, legacy collision paint booth. Yes. Just because your bumper looks brand new doesn't mean you around. can't go around judging everybody else's cars because your bumper is shinier. <sighs> I mean, it could, but it's not the right thing to do. My bumper looks amazing. Dude, your bumper does look nice. Can you share, like, what happened? If somebody hasn't seen the videos, there was a little bit of a video series, and there's going to be one that is dropping explaining everything. Yes, yeah, so we... I had a couple of dings in my bumper. It wasn't bad. A couple of dings. That thing I was blame knocked it from up. Harvey. Don't blame I hit Harvey. a I hit a board as I was driving down the feeder, and it like shot up and hit the bumper, and I had a hole in my bumper forever. <laughs> so we decided to take it into Legacy Collision. Yesterday, I drove around without a bumper, and everyone thought that my bumper got stolen. It didn't. It was actually getting repaired, 
And so yesterday we jumped in the paint booth with me in the hot dog suit, and we painted it. And it looks brand new. It looks amazing. But now, like, in comparison to the rest of the car, <laughs> I need to do the rest of the car next. Like, the hood? Yeah, that's what you were trying to ask. You're like, so how much How much would it cost to do the hood? Because seeing, like, a brand new bumper and then your hood, it could use some love on it. And we were kind of weighing out, out the options. They were giving you some pro- – I was giving you the estimates. I was like, Kurt – this is like $1,600 all but day. But I was talking to my mechanic last night, David Carricker. Okay. From the church. Yes. Super easy, super awesome. Of He's course. a great guy. So I need to get my ball joint replaced on the driver's side. I can tell just by looking at it. I need the rotors. I need either need a new rotor or I need to get them like sanded out or like, I don't know, he used some fancy term. You should join like the Rotorac Club. Right. And then I'd get better rotors. <laughs> yeah. But my, my brakes aren't, like, lining up, so every time I, like, hit the brake line, like, steering wheel's like this. I will say this. Since David performed the magic on your on your vehicle, it's been driving way better. I was in it yesterday, maybe for, for the first time in a couple of, uh, couple of days, and it is, it's nice. Like, it's smooth. It's hot because there's no air conditioning, but at least I'm sweating in comfort, like, smooth. Smooth so sweating. This this is the hard part for me is I have to decide whether or not I'm going to fix the AC <laughs> or not fix the AC and just drive around in Texas with no AC or yeah. get a new vehicle. I, I think I know what you should do. Do you have any, and I don't want to influence you in one way or another, but do you have a preference? I, I do, because I, I look at this car that somebody sent me, and it's a 2019 Mazda CX-5. <laughs> Silver. Let me see. You know what? I went to the Mazda dealership. Oh, Kurt, that is not Kurt. If I drive around that car, Kurt, people are turning their heads. If you're driving around in this car... um. People are going to st- – I don't know what's going to happen, but this is a nice car. That's a nice car, man. Yeah, so I'm looking at this car, but then I see like, okay, so it's just about the same amount of payment-wise per month as my Jeep Compass. Wh- which, okay, who wins? Like, if okay, if you're paying the same for your Jeep Compass and you're paying the same for that car, who wins? The problem is, is the down payment of $2,500. Gardy, <laughs> you won't give me a raise. I can't afford to put a p- down payment down. It's $2,500? Yes. I might be able to arrange you a check for $2,500. <laughs> if, if, if that's what it takes to ride around in air conditioning, <laughs> I may be able to pull some strings. But I like, the, I like this. I was looking at a, a car. Like, I was looking at a Lexus. What a, okay. But... um. The nice thing about the Mazda is the trunk. For all of our camera gear, yeah. you can literally open up the trunk. We just shoot on us one cell phone. All the video we do is on, on my cell phone or your cell phone. What are you talking about? We shoot professional grade. Sometimes we bring an when, iPad. When we have to rent that red Ari camera that's like, you know, a million dollar worth camera. I mean, when it sits inside of this Mazda, it's going to look good. It's going to be safe. Right now, if we put it inside of uh, a Jeep the back of your car, it's going to be rattling Actually, around. you know, I probably need to go get my gear out of my car. I'm scared that it's going to melt. Like, <laughs> I don't leave melts. anything in because in, it gets hot out there. Yes. You know, anytime you get in the car, it, you turn it on, and, and mine has, like, a little temperature thing on there, right? It's like 103, 101. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, because it's just out there baking. Have you ever seen any of those memes where people put cookies like on the on the dash or they're trying to like fry an egg? Have you ever seen any of that? Yes, yes, I've seen the it's frying of the dude. egg. It's 101 degrees. You need cook, you know, you By get way, in fresh cookies. Simple reminder, please do not leave your pets in your car. Mm. Please don't leave your kids in the car. Don't leave anything in the car. Don't leave anything in the car. Simple reminder. Kurt's just leaving his gear in the car. I got to go get it. 
Yeah, you probably <laughs> you probably should. I wish we had an intern today. They'd be able to run out there and grab it for us. So we're going to take a quick break. It's 9 o'clock. When we come back, we're going to have Simon from Skydive Galveston. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. Stay tuned. Hey, you know what we need to do? Yeah. Um, so remember whenever we first got the sling and we started talking about how having an opener? We really need to do an opener, but do you remember the idea that we had? And y'all let us know if this would be fun and funny. Oh, it's like when we're doing something and you're like, oh, hey. it's like It's like a, a step-by-step, ba-dum-bump. Ba-dum-bum. The music is like da dun dun like 80s theme, and then all of a sudden it has us doing like normal things. Da-dun-dun. And then like Kurt turns around and he's like he's uh painting his car in the hot dog suit, and it's like Kurt Casper. And it's like uh, you know, me over here turning around, like, oh hey, I didn't see you there, Guardy Garcia. Da-dun-dun. My favorite is- interns, da-dun-dun. and then it's an empty chair. Da-dun-dun. <laughs> my, favorite, here. my favorite is that one where he was like, he was gonna take the toaster oven into the shower. Yeah. You know, it's like he's like, Oh, hey. You're like, yeah, you're you're opening the oven and you have like a cat or something. <laughs> it's like totally was he's I was getting him out. I was getting him out, I wasn't putting him in. And that's like the opener. Da-dun-dun. So whenever we have like I don't know. Some time. <laughs> I don't even, but that would be a lot of fun to do. It'd be hilarious. Only use it one time, and then whoever's watching, it's a gift. We put in like hours and hours and hours of, of scripting and planning. And it's only between the guests, you know, so it's at like 9 o'clock. It's 9 o'clock. It's KGN. <laughs> and we bring in, and it's like kidneys for Kira, and it's like, oh. <laughs> That's not this, this like, went a lot better in our head. Yeah, <laughs> it's wow. always better in our heads. Wow. I'll hey, get Simon. Okay, so I see some comments. Uh, Ashley, this is a good tip. Don't leave chapstick in the car. You probably shouldn't leave chocolate in the car either. There's a lot of things that I will eat the tend chocolate to still. It doesn't last. <laughs> it doesn't. You still eat it. It's melted chocolate, and you're like squeezing it out of the tube, like one of those icicle pops. That I've, I've had a lot of those this summer. Um, Mandolin said, Kurt, I think you are a Honda CRV person. I would give you, it would give you good gas mileage and plenty of space for your equipment. Hey, I agree. So that picture of the Mazda that he had, uh, was talking about, it looks pretty similar to a Honda CRV. So we'll have to go maybe drive a CRV and we'll have to go check that out, that Mazda out. Thomas said you need a van for all your equipment. Um, there we go. Okay. Ashley said, Hey, we all take a moment and pray for, for my two communities. We were hit very hard last night with storms and tornadoes. Lots and lots of bad damages. Oh, that's terrible. We will uh, we'll definitely be praying for, for you and, and the community there. What is the... Can you give us... Yeah, let us know more information. That's in, in Louisiana. Um, all right. So we got Simon. What's up? How's it going? How are we doing? Doing pretty good. Kurt... Yeah, th- let's talk about him. He looks really posh this morning. What's with the suit? He does. So he started on. doing that. And then he is started... for me? It is. <laughs> it is. Now, he started... Uh, he started doing that a little while back. So we went and did some stuff with our good friend Pierre Castillo, who has a a, a show, and it's like a it's really cool, right? He has a connection with our our Macy's here, yep. and they let him wear clothes, and he'll wear them on camera, and then he like shots them out, which we're like, hey, that's a really cool thing. Yeah. So what Macy's did for us. Is they gave us like some crazy like discounts if we wanted to go and then you know to shout them out. So he got that jacket and hasn't taken it off since. <laughs> but it's a really really nice jacket. He has like the pants that match, and uh, it yeah. It's very what's swish I guess is the yeah the UK word. Y- the, what's the word? Swish spiffin. Swish. Yeah. I wonder well, when I'm that's gonna catch here. on here. Yeah, it might be. 
Svelte. Kurt, you're looking swish, man. man. Very smart, young man. Very swish. Dapper. I had to go get my gear. gear. I see that. So he has his gear. I'm guessing it's not charged. It has not been charged. <laughs> it's probably been sitting in your car all night. <laughs> Do you leave that in the car at night? Oh, no. Okay, good. What? Of course he doesn't. No, it's like it's the special stuff. You can't, you can't do that. Well, you shouldn't. No. You left it in the car here. For like 20 minutes. That's all it takes. Sometimes. It's turning your head like one time. <laughs> and you can get jacked. So I missed, we, the, I, missed the, uh, I missed the story. What happened to your bumper? I know, I've seen you re-spraying. Re, re hey, let me read this yeah. comment from Tony. Tony says, closer to the mic, Simon. Sorry. <laughs> We'll get you. We'll get him situated. See, I'm just not used to this. You it's are. Been, you. You've been. It, th is this your third or fourth time? Third, I think. The third time. Yeah. That sounds right. It's awesome. Yeah, we love having you in. I enjoy being here a lot. Yes, it's really cool. We could talk about. There's a gentleman like, and we were talking about Kurt earlier skydiving, how he proved everybody wrong. He did. And we were trying to figure out who everybody was. Because nobody I've ever talked to was like, Kurt, you can't do this. Like, what are you doing? Come on, kid. You skydive? Ha ha. But it he was. was. Like, kids would say, you'll never amount to be a skydiver. Well, now you are. And skydiver for the rest of your life. Right exactly. Unlike, unlike the other person sat in the room, I've which never is real awkward. That's true. Guardy was the one who was saying it, like, growing <laughs> up. He was the one who was, like, taking up my drawing. I was drawing, like, me jumping out of a plane. And Guardy was like, you'll never amount to anything. Shh. Dang. That is one of the biggest lies of 2019. <laughs> Are you sure? You're like, that's oddly <laughs> like, specific. Kind of sounds like it might be true. I, mean, I don't know. That sounds oddly specific. Are yeah, you very sure? specific. It is very specific. Um, yes, but I, I, if you are listening, that, yeah, that's. I want to know. Like, I wish I would have gone back. Like, I could go back. And, you know, last weekend was Father's Day. But I'm sure my dad would have loved to have jumped out of a plane. But I don't know. Like, he never talked about it. We don't have really that that opportunity in Nebraska, you know, in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska. So I, it would have been interesting to see if my dad would have wanted to jump out of a plane. You sound like it's all past tense and you never want to actually ask. Well, my dad passed why away. Ah, that's dang why it. I can't. So there you go. So that's why yeah. it's past tense. And I apologize. I'll stick both feet in it if you want. Uh, no, no. It, it was good. Just but it one. Nice. It would Just one nice. foot will do. Just one, one foot will do. <laughs> one foot. One foot out the plane, please. No, all right. That's right. <laughs> you need a sign that says keep all hands and feet inside of the airplane no, at all times. No, that's not what you're supposed to do. Oh, you're supposed to jump out of the airplane. That's right. You're supposed to fall out with style. Hey, did you see the cool video that I made of me jumping out of the airplane? And I was talking about life and how, you know, sometimes I jumping out of an airplane, not. you know, it's just He like, put a plug in so his voice sounds like Will Smith. Oh. And you didn't tag us in it? Why? No. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm I don't sorry. I don't but it's got millions I know, you, th I know you think I do, but I don't stalk you. So unless you tag us in that stuff, It's Kurt's know. world. We're all living in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's facts. Facts. Yep. So we have a minute 14 and then we'll go on the FM as well. And I see some people, uh, what's up, Joey? Joey said, looking swish, got to use that one. That That's a, a term like dapper. Is that what he was is saying? Dapper. He was saying that you were, he's like, man, what's up, Curry? He looks nice. You know, he looks swish. Where's your suit coat? It's in the car. We have to go. <laughs> Going to take it off so I'm matching. Yeah. Yeah, I have, I I have a coat in the car because we're doing some shooting later that we need to uh, uh, need it. I feel yeah. very underdressed now this morning. Now that I've I turned see, up. And by the way, speaking of, I know we got 40 seconds here, but. 
your stuff, like Skydive Galveston, is all over Galveston tourism. It's nice. It's really nice, and it's a uh, you you know that kind of advertising is the best. Uh, it really helps. We're getting support from everybody. Um, and it's just, it's great to see it out there. You know, people want to use our stuff. And I try and keep feeding people things and say, hey, you know, if you want to use it, go for your life. So, Sweet. So we got 15 seconds left. Is is Skydive Galveston the best thing to do in Galveston? Ooh, that's not a short answer. We know it's just a yes or no because we got if five seconds. If it's a seconds. yes or no, then yes, absolutely. Oh, okay, that's all I needed. Sweet. <laughs> Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5. FM, this is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. It's 9.08 a.m. on a Thursday morning, and we have Simon from Skydive Galveston here in studio. You made the trip over from from the island and hanging out with us this morning for a bit, but what's been going on with you guys? Busy, 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 busy. Uh, throwing people from airplanes, landing on the beach, of course, uh, dodging weather. Texas weather's been a little bit weird this year. I don't know if you guys have noticed as well. Um, but it's getting better, right? It seems like it has been. Yeah, it's got better. You know, it's a day better. like today, is that a good day to jump? Uh, I hope so, because I have some amazing people coming in a little bit later on today that we're hoping to get out of the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, today is going to be good. It's going to be hot, though, uh, which isn't a problem. It's a little bit cooler upstairs, so that's nice. It's it, That was probably the craziest part about the whole trip was it got cold. I was like, it's, it was a beautiful, sunny day. It was yep. hot. I had air conditioning at the time, so I mean, I wasn't <laughs> super complaining. But then you get upstairs, and it's super cold up there. Upstairs, I like that. I don't know that. Well, I mean, I, I'm not going to say it wasn't super cold, uh, but I mean, we tend not to notice because you have that change in temperature kind of every day. But from being downstairs, where it's you know 90 degrees and you know stacks of humidity, and then you go upstairs and it kind of dries out a bit, and you lose 10, 15 degrees, it definitely. Definitely feels a little bit cooler. Sure. You know, that always tripped me out because you're closer to the sun. <laughs> like you get well, higher. I know, right? I'm just going to get science colder. or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's all that science stuff. Hey, so Tony, who had commented earlier, he said, uh, he said you're the best. And he said hi from Rocco, Australia. Ah, somebody else listening. Hey, how are you doing, Tony? So That's you're, a very good friend of mine. You're from that area, right? Where are you from originally? I'm, I'm originally from England. Same. Uh, and I lived in Australia. For me, being, you know, an American... I'm just like, it's the same. <laughs> I know it's not the same, but like, you know, sorry, I understand it's the continent and everything, but it's all yeah, on that same side of the world, That's, right? How did you end no, up? No, not really. It's not. How did you end up in Australia from from England? Uh, it was kind of a military transfer, mm-hmm. uh, an opportunity that I had. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's hard to get to Australia, aren't they? Kind of like. I don't know. They have planes and things now. Got it. Well, That's they're kind of picky way. with their people. They oh, take they the best picky. of the best. I don't know about taking the best of the best, but uh, but they are definitely picky about about their about who gets in and does what. And so um, for you, it's military thing. Yeah, for me, it was a military thing that made it quite easy. Um, they're a, they're a huge drive these days. I think on um, manual. Uh, I want to say like manual labor trades, like the people yeah. who got real experience, like carpenters, welders, boilermakers. They they want people like that, which is pretty cool. Okay. Pretty cool. And it's a great place to live. You know, it's almost the same size as the United States, and it only has, what, 20, 24 million people. Everybody lives on the coast pretty much. Um, so it's like the whole of the greater Los Angeles area just spread out across the U.S., which is kind of cool. Awesome. Yeah. And how long have you been skydiving? When did that, when did that start for you? I did my first jump in 1993 in the U.K. I was five so years old. Really? Five years. You've been jumping for 25 years. Yeah, I was 
I don't think I'd quite turned 19 because I think it was before my birthday, so I was 18 years old. And I did Static Line as well, which is which is not very common in the U.S. There's a few places to do it. What is that? Uh, you jump. Uh, you're attached. Well, I say you're attached. Your parachute, I guess, is attached to the airplane is the best way to describe it. So you jump and kind of three seconds-ish, as soon as you're out of the plane, it's opened for you um, by a tether that's attached to the plane. So the bag that the parachute actually sits in is attached to the aircraft. So you don't have to, you don't have to worry to start with about opening your own parachutes, like concentrating on getting your position right and your exit from the airplane. Okay, so that's the, the benefit is less user... Less user, user input, I guess. Okay. No free fall, though, which is the downside. So, okay. The free fall is what you want, though. I know it is, but um, static line is a, uh, it's a lot, certainly to start with, it's a lot cheaper way to learn how to skydive, I guess. Okay. Uh, I found it more difficult than accelerated free fall course, which is ultimately what I ended up doing. Whenever you do that static, do you have to do a tandem as well? No, there's no requirement to do a tandem uh, to learn how to skydive. There's some places use like a tandem system, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you know most common is accelerated free fall. You jump with two instructors; they hold on to you. You hopefully deploy your own parachute on your first jump. If you're too overloaded, they'll do it for you. And obviously, you have to do a class and things first to learn how to do it. But um, then they talk you in on radio, and you land your own parachute. And it's a series of usually seven or eight jumps. Okay. Um, so that's a good way to learn. So no, you don't have to do a tandem, but tandems are definitely a good way to uh, dip your toes and kind of test the water and see if it's something for you. Cool. Is that something in the United States that, that people do, like for, for fun, like the static, or is that more uh, used in different situations? No, static line doesn't seem to be that common here. Um, and I think it's kind of, uh, I guess, kind of been left behind a little bit because of accelerated free fall course, and that's a slightly better and this is all subjective. So it's for me, it was an easier way to learn. Um, I had more time to make sure when I was doing my first few jumps, getting my body position right rather than um, the static line where you only have a few seconds to get it right before the parachute opens. And static line is like a progression. So your first delay might be three, three to four seconds, and then eventually, you know, it gets longer and longer. And not because... Um, not because the static line gets longer. You obviously can't have a big long line going out the airplane, but that's kind of how they progress. Whereas accelerate free fall course, fourteen thousand feet straight out of the plane, two instructors, more time to to learn and do what you got to do. But it's the same system. You've got to you've got to pass each level before you can progress to the next one. The one thing that I think I would have a hard time doing is I might freak out and not pull the pull it. That's why you have instructors. I, I would probably you. would. I would be like, uh, Cardi was making fun of me. No, it's the most would important never amount to part. Any skydiver ever. They said I couldn't do it, and then I like, <laughs> I literally can't do it. My hand can't pull the cord. Is that what it like? Whenever you are there, obviously there's a lot that goes into it, a lot of training, knowing yes. when to do it, how to do it, the backups if something if there's yep. an issue. But is it literally pulling a cord like you see in the movie? Uh, depends on the. Long story short, depends on the system you've got. Most places now, uh, you deploy what's called a pilot chute. So mm-hmm. you pull like a mini parachute out from the bottom of the system. That goes out, catches air, inflates, and then it pulls a big long string out that you know pulls the rest of your parachute out. Oh, cool. Some places still use a, a ripcord. Yeah. That system's still there. Um, and then instead of having like a parachute that's all folded up that you throw out, um, it, the parachute on that, or the small parachute pilot chute in that instance is on a spring. So you release that and the spring forces the pilot chute out. Same, yeah. And then, then it's exactly the same after that. You know, 
I, I was there whenever Kurt jumped, and we've been and uh, visited you before, and I see how y'all strap you know, the tandem and the two people together. There's a lot of hardware. There's a lot of, of stuff that goes into it. You know, in the movies, you watch like a James Bond thing. Hey, there's an issue with the airplane, and they're like, dun, 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 dun. And they go in the closet, and they just put it on. They're like, dun, 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 dun. Ha, ha, there's only one. And it seems like so easy compared to what's going on. And yeah. I know it's movies, but do they make parachutes like that? What, that you can just put on and go? Yeah, it's just almost like a backpack, and they're just like, boom, I'm yeah, gone. Yeah, I mean, I guess they do, like, uh, the pilot rig, I suppose. That, sorry, and say pilot rig. So our, our pilots have to wear a parachute in the airplane. It's part of the regulations. Yeah. Uh, so our pilot rigs are a little bit like that. You know, if you if he wears it all the time, but I suppose technically it's one of those that you could just throw on and jump from the plane and pull the handle, and it would open for you. So. Okay. But the movies are a bit out there. Yeah. You know, it is. Like you said, it's movies, so. For sure. And it's like they're they're fighting for the one. It's like, why yeah. is there only one parachute Because there's always here? only ever one parachute, <laughs> right? Even if it's three people, there's still only one, and then they all got to fight over it. And like, who's going to who's gonna decide? You know. And I don't know what it is. The good guy always manages to remain with the parachute, right? That is true. That is true. But there's always this drama, and it's the last minute. If you're watching on Facebook, you're seeing a little bit of the behind the scenes. Speaking of... Uh, of this video playing on our, our Facebook page, Captain Miles Delgado, who is the, the person jumping in this video with Simon, Mr. he was texting Miles. me. He's a good guy. Check out Delagua Charters. Kurt, what do you cool. what do you see? Whenever you, you see this video, does that bring back I'm, like, I'm memories thinking of back your to jump? the flashbacks of when we jumped and good had flashbacks. a great time. It's amazing. Good flashbacks, you know, of me landing on the beach. I think, you know, one of the things that you literally are are walking through your head as it's happening is um, man, this this could be it. This could be it. This could be it. <laughs> Are you, that, is that really what you were thinking when you were? In yeah, the no. When when you jump out that that first time, it's like okay, well, because you never know. This this could be. I think, I think subconsciously, and I say this to a lot of people. I think, especially if you've never ever jumped before, you have no idea what to expect. And I think subconsciously, you know, from movies and, you know, your parents saying, hey, don't get up on that table. You're going to fall, get hurt, whatever it happens to be. Don't climb up that tree. Mm -hmm. You know, yada, yada. Um, subconsciously, your brain saying the moment that I leave this airplane, I'm done. That's it. It's over. And um, and you know that it's not. But subconsciously, that's what's going on in the background, whether you realize it or not. But then three seconds outside the plane, you're like, oh, no, this is great, you know, mm -hmm. and um, and then you start to you and not everybody, but then you really start to enjoy what's going on and realize that, you know, it's not going to just finish. We're gold, you know, and then you finish your free fall and the parachute opens to get a chance to take a breath, relax, check out the beautiful views. And, you know, I haven't seen I haven't seen anybody yet land on the beach without a smile on their face. Yeah. You know, and, and don't get me wrong. There are people who will say. Okay, I've done it. I've done it once. That's it. No more. Um, you know, and that's that's cool. I, you know, people just want to take it off their life list and say that they've done it. But then there's a lot of people who go and do it again and again. And we've had uh, we've had at least two people that I know of that have gone from us, uh, done multiple tandems with us, and gone. You know what? I'm going to go learn. And uh, both of them girls, which is not a bad thing because there's not enough girls in skydiving, so that's perfect. Tammy seems to have a good influence on that, and um, she encourages people to go and go and learn. And that's the best way. Going, you know, once you've done your tandem, if it's for you, make the commitment, and it does become a bit of a change in lifestyle, and go learn how to jump out of a plane and open up a whole new world for yourself. 
We're talking to Simon, him and his wife, Tammy, they own Skydive Galveston. Can you share, I guess, where the business is located, what you offer, why you opened it in Galveston, and how long How long have you been here? Uh, we opened in 2016. This will be our, uh, hopefully, our second, I'm going to say, full year, because we weren't open for a full year the first year. We've had weather issues and challenges and all that kind of stuff, obviously being down in the hurricane area. Um, so been open since 2016. We opened it down here because we wanted to land on the beach. Um, the company I worked for in Australia, that's what they did. And in my humble opinion, I feel it's a better product landing on the beach. It's something different that, you know, there's a very small percentage of people jump out of an airplane and there's an even smaller percentage of unique elite people who land on the beach. Um, so that's why we opened down in Galveston. We can be open three, six, 365 days a year. We jump all the way through winter. Um, so yeah, that's why we're here. Uh, we like to do things a little bit differently. It's all about the, it's all about the guest. You get a whole hour at mm -hmm. least with your instructor, a chance to ask questions. They're going to be the one that trains you. They're going to be the one that gets you harnessed up, gives you a chance to get to know them, then to get to know you, and then go and jump out of a perfectly good airplane and land you on the beach. Wow. Walk us through kind of that that process of what somebody does when they come to Skydive Galveston. So um, we ask you to allow like an hour and a half. Uh, sorry. We say it's going to be around about an hour and a half, um, but we ask you to allow four hours. As you guys know, you came and jumped with us. There's a bunch of things that we can't control, like weather, wind, air traffic, whatever it happens to be. Uh, but from check-in to departure should be around about an hour and a half. You get sort of 15 to 30 minutes with, uh, with Tammy finishing all your paperwork and stuff in the office. Um, and then uh, bathroom rest breaks, all that kind of thing. Um, and then you get to whoever your tandem instructor is. Uh, they'll get a chance to introduce themselves, find out a little bit about you, uh, go through the training on um, exactly how we're going to do the jump, get you all harnessed up, ready to go. And then uh, as soon as you've said your goodbyes, farewells, see you later to, to family who've come to watch you, uh, we take you to the airport. Um, you get a very nice airplane ride over the island, you know, uh, over the Gulf. You get to see quite a bit going on the way up. It's very scenic. Um, and then when the time comes, we open the door. We jump from the plane. The plane um, looked like a dot because I was on the beach. And you know, how high are y'all getting? Uh, depends on cloud-based and area traffic. But, you know, and that's what we say to everybody because it, it, it does vary. Yeah. Um, but we get up as high as we possibly can. Um and then, uh, and that's why the plane's such a small dot in the sky. Yeah, you know? I, I know there was some talk about potentially even going higher. That's something that's on the cards. It's a long process. I don't know sure. how quickly that might happen. Um, there's a lot of cost involved with that. Um, but uh, it's something that we've looked at, and there's uh, some good reasons behind it, which I'm not willing to go into just yet. Um, but I think that's going to be like a, three-year process i would guess but always be on but, the lookout but, for updates that's yes, a good reason to that's follow it. that's a good reason to follow um and we got lots of things in the pipes at the moment um you know we're always trying to grow and make and make the business uh or what we can offer with the business a little bit different can we um, talk can we oh. talk about the truck oh what do you want to know about the truck <laughs> it looks brand new uh, it's not it's been it's not been i you miss you may have misunderstood my message it's not been done just yet we were i canvassed and asked opinions um so and if you've just shown people pictures then i'd like to know what they think especially if you want to <laughs> show them the the previous one we're looking at doing something a little bit uh, we're re redoing the truck from a from a advertising slant 
customer point of view so people can get nice pictures beside the truck if they wish. And a lot of people seem to like to do that. Um, but we're thinking about painting the logos and the designs on this time. Uh, we tried vinyl. Um, the guys were exceptional, the place we went to get the vinyl done. But I think because we uh, wrapped aligned the outside of the truck, the vinyl maybe hasn't as deared as well as it would have done if it was a normal flat metal surface. So um, we toyed with the idea of going vinyl again, but we found uh, a company um, in Houston that seemed to do some very, very good paint work. They've done a bunch of signs. Their portfolio is pretty impressive. Um, so we're looking at uh, maybe using those guys. Um, so you sent them a them picture the of the truck and they're able to kind of design it and yes. see what it looks like. So I sent them a picture of the truck. I sent them the artwork that we have that's connected with the business um, and the font that we use. And, uh, you know, said, and initially I said to them, hey, let's just replicate what's on the truck. And they sent back the pictures I think you've just showed everybody and said, hey, you know, we actually feel that this might work better. It's bigger lettering. Um, it's a cleaner message. Yeah. And, uh, show, show and I'm one pretty more time. impressed. So here's some comments already. Uh, do it, paint the truck. And then here's another one uh, from Ash who said you already had an awesome truck before, which I agree. I agree. Yeah, so, but you can always up, you know, make make an upgrade, and if you can make anything a little bit more efficient with your message and and That's delivery, it. then why not explore it? And we get a lot of uh, we get. Well, I say we, Tammy. Tammy's generally the ones that answers the phone. She's the backbone of what's going on. Uh, she'll be driving down the road, you know, and the phone starts ringing. Um, and then when she eventually gets around to wherever she is and she answers the phone and deals with with uh, the guest that's called, it's like, oh, hey, I just seen the truck. I got yeah. the number and I'm giving you a call. Or we're down the beach and people are coming, you know, they ask for information. And uh, and Jay, the guy that looks after, well, he's the most important cog in the wheel, to be honest. But Jay's on the ground. Uh, he'll hand out flyers if people are asking and then people will stop and they'll take pictures of the truck so that, you know, they the information's remember. on the flyer, but immediately they've got something on their phone with the website and the telephone number or something. Yeah, life's a beach. That's Jump right. it. Jump it. Well, Sorry. Kurt already has, right? <laughs> I did, I did. Hey, is it possible to send somebody out uh, of an airplane um, without their permission? Is that possible? Because I really want to take our intern, Ethan, and just shove him out of an airplane. Wow. Ooh, I don't know what to say safely. to that. Oh, safely. 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 But, uh, like, well, I want to do the kicking. Here's a couple things. Ethan is not 18. Oh, yeah, that's the problem. And I, I feel like that's really important. <laughs> he just, so Ethan, like, like bailed on us to go on vacation for two weeks. What? I know. Like, that's we terrible. Did, he told us the day before, he's like, by the way, I'm going on vacation. I'm like, that's not, <laughs> you have to give us two weeks notice before you go on vacation. Where's he going on vacation? I think he went to Colorado. Oh, well, but in that I'm case, he's forgiven. I'm a little concerned. Because <laughs> Tammy's from Colorado. So I'm a little concerned because he just said, KSBJ is really nice, actually. Plus, I get free hot cocoa, so y'all should have treated me better. Ooh. Like, I feel like Ethan... Oh, he's taking his talents elsewhere. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. So is this vacation or is this like we just checking out another job? He said vacation, but apparently he's working at KSBJ. Oh, man. I'm about ready to throw him out of an airplane 14,000 feet in the air with Simon. With a parachute, though. Let's clarify that. Are we talking about nobody, no crime? I mean, I'm just trying to get, get a feel for what's going on here. Uh, uh, what about the one where the plane does the parachuting? You know where the, where it snatches, where the the line is connected <laughs> to the plane. Oh, are you talking about static plane? Yeah, yes, yeah. Because then uh, I can snip the. 
<clears throat> yeah, uh, oh, so what what are the requirements? <laughs> no, what are the requirements? Like to be able to jump a scout of Galveston, you have to be a certain age, certain yes. height, weight. What's uh, the deal? Height's not not a super challenge. Um, we've had some pretty tall people get out of our plane, um, but for us, uh, we do. Uh, you have to be over eighteen, and that's not just us. That is United States Parachute Association. That is their rules. Uh, they are not our rules, but we adhere to those rules. So it's eighteen years or older. Um, if you're getting like 65 and up, then we ask, you know, if you've had any like surgeries, you got any heart trouble, that kind of stuff. We ask for a letter from your doctor and, uh, and he doesn't have to agree with you skydiving. He doesn't have to agree with you skydiving, but he needs to say you're medically capable. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and we set our weight limit at 240 pounds. Uh, okay. We could go heavier than that. But uh, we've made a decision as a company, um, which is uh, in everybody's safety and best interests. Um, because we're jumping by the ocean, we like to have a little bit of extra safety in the bag. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, how did I? How was I able to jump? He uh, has the body of a sixty-five-year-old. Yeah, he does. A little over two forty. <laughs> Just <laughs> what, a what little bit. Yeah, Seventeen years old. <laughs> two forty-five. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure you were under two forty the day we went. No, not he's anymore. Not too, no, I'm not, not too anymore. Anymore. He's just much. <laughs> but like, I, I understand a little bit of the, you know, of of the weight and all, like there's there's it's important to have those requirements. But but why is the weight so important? So uh, there's a couple of things. So the manufacturer sets a limitation on the gear already for the parachute uh, for and the, all that for the reserve parachute. Okay. Okay. Um, and that limitation is the weight of the tandem instructor, the weight of the uh, person that you're jumping with, plus all the equipment. Okay, Um, so we looked at what that is and we said, right, well, we're jumping over the ocean. So, you know, let's say that in a, uh, you know, a whole Swiss cheese lineup type scenario, uh, we have to use our reserve parachute, which is a normal occurrence, um, as in, you know, it's normal at some course during your skydiving career to have to use reserve parachute. Yes, we take one. Um, but let's say that we are jumping offshore because that's where the winds are blowing from and we choose to use our reserve parachute. Um, we want uh, the way the rate at which that parachute comes down is a function of the uh, weight that's underneath it. So if we're a little bit offshore and we use a reserve parachute, we don't have the option of just going, oh, hey, you know, look, there's another field down there. We'll go and land in that instead of going all the way back to the airport. Mm-hmm. So. By having a little bit less weight under the parachute, less than the manufacturer says is the maximum, that gives us a bit of extra time, bit of extra uh, glide in order to get back and make sure that we do land safety on the beach and everybody goes home in one piece. And that's that's the goal to have fun, get get home uh, safe. Go home in one piece. Yeah, and there's another thing that that I noticed with Kurt whenever he jumped, and you pointed this out. You said, "Hey, you probably shouldn't drive." You know, there's certain things that are going to happen, oh, adrenaline yeah. rush, maybe. Yeah. A cr- Can you walk us through what happens after you jump? Um, you know, we tell a lot of people and it's and we kind of joke about when they leave, you know, hey, drive carefully and all that kind of stuff. But it's but it's true. So um, you're about to go through a uh, exhilarating adrenaline filled experience. Um, and a lot of people do get drowsy afterwards, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour afterwards, the adrenaline starts to drift away and your body's like, oh, wow, you know, and it starts to relax. And naturally, you're going to get a little bit, you know, sleepy. Um, so we do tell people to drive carefully. We don't, you know, I don't, people have got to drive when they leave. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we say, hey, you know, drive carefully, be aware, um, because they can get tired. And if they've traveled with somebody, you know, and they're particularly tired afterwards, then we will turn around and say, hey, you know, maybe you should let your 
your significant other, if that's who they're with, try to let them drive you home. You know, take a chance to rest and relax whilst you're on the way back. Do most people come with someone else whenever they jump? Uh, I would say 90% of the people that come and see us come with somebody else. Uh, either if that person's jumping with them or they bring family. And family's great because family gets to watch down the beach. They're right there where we land. Um, we had some, uh, I mean, we always have amazing people, but and so the most recent always stick out in your brain, I guess the most, some amazing families down there recently, like all the whole family, three, four generations of family watching somebody jump out of a plane, which is just awesome. Because you can get everybody involved with it. You know, we get on the beach, family gets to run up, dad's the best thing since sliced bread, so's mom, um, you know, whoever it is. And it's real cool to be able to share that with the whole family. People were swimming whenever you were landing. You know, you're in there and there's there's like a little roped off section and it's clear all the way over here. And then over there, there's people. I think there was a guy fishing. There's people yeah. swimming in the water. It's I really cool. I was expecting people to run over and be like, Kurt, it's Kurt. He did it. Yeah. He did it. <laughs> he did it. He did uh, it. They, maybe the fan club didn't get the memo, Kurt. I mean, I don't know. I was kind of a little disappointed that more more cameras, more video gear wasn't going to be out. Was and... that not enough with my iPhone? <clears throat> I had it up in yeah, the air. No, maybe. I was there expecting like maybe, news crews. Maybe it's because and... it was a weekday. Oh, that it was. But I was expecting like people to be like, hey, what is that? What's that? What's that? <laughs> I'm like, Gordy! Gordy! You kept making the heart sign. That's one thing Kiki, like he was yeah. doing. You know the funniest part? Do you remember? So that was just after like the Kiki thing went up, right? It was like, Kiki, do you love me? Yep. So my girlfriend's like nickname with like her family, and her family has called her this for years, is Kiki. Wow. So does that mean like That's the entire crazy. world and, and, and everybody was like t- talking about your girlfriend? I think so. That's crazy, dude. No, no, no. But it's funny that I was doing like, Kiki, do you love me? Yeah. You know, and, and eventually, you know, See, six months world later. world works in real mysterious ways, huh? Man, That's crazy. I love it. I'm just mind blown over here. You, Tell me more. You, you're not mind blown <laughs> by it? Man, this, this is This is Gardy being like, oh. No, I'm serious. This is really interesting. It's good. Come on. Spill beans. What more? What Keep else going? you got? That's it. That's all That's I got. That, the universe is amazing. Oh, man. Well, hey. I'm expecting more. Here, let's take a break. This is Todd Smith, KTA Radio, 99.5 FM. What were you to say? That's actually been some of the cool stuff recently. Oh like, uh, we've been <laughs> landing on the beach and everybody's it. cheering and, like, the crowds that have been down there have been awesome. We, uh, Seriously? There's some people down there. I'm going to take these off. There's some people down there. Uh, they were down there this last weekend, and I think they left. I'm trying to work out where we are in the week. They may have left Sunday or Monday. But anyway, uh, they come down every year, right? And now they'll come down and they go they at seven and a half mile road where we land. They set up right beside where we normally land so they can sit and watch all day. Wow. I mean, how cool is that? That is pretty neat. You know what I mean? So they sit and they watch us and they love it because it kind of breaks up their day a little bit and they get to see what's going on. Um, I would say the locals probably get used to be like, oh, yeah, there's the sky, you know, the skydive Galveston. Good. It's good. Because for me, it was hard to spot the airplane because we had talked about this a a little bit before. But, you know, the the gentleman who drove me in the truck out there who works with you was like, see him? They're right there. And I'm like, nowhere. He's like, okay, no. (laughs) He's like, now look at this building, you know, now look straight up and then stop. And I'm like, oh, I see it. It's literally a dot. And then, you know, it would become more viewable. Yep. And then I'm like, where are they? And then he had to help me out again. But when you've seen it so much, then you're used to. And I'm sure the locals are used to what he's looking for. Yeah, that they're uh, catching on too. So it was awesome. It was very cool. Um, how how booked are you guys right now? Uh, it's summer. It's getting busy. 
Um, for sure. This Saturday, I know, is completely booked out. Sunday's, uh, Sunday's reasonably busy. Um, looking further ahead, um, and anyone who's listening who may be thinking about jumping, I can tell you now that there's a, I think Tammy was saying there's at least one day in August that's completely booked out. Um, we are going hardcore, uh, July 6th and 7th, Independence Day weekend. That's popular uh, time. It is a popular time. We've actually brought in uh, a second team of skydivers who are friends of ours who are coming in. So we are going to be running uh, multiple loads those two days. So if anyone's thinking about book, and actually, and interestingly, the Saturday, we're doing twice as much work, and the Saturday's almost booked out completely. Already. Wow. So if people are thinking about jumping between now and then, or at any point this summer, the, the earlier you book, the better. The more chance you've got of getting the right day and time that you particularly want. So Cool. How, how I mean, for you to, to have somebody that you trust, somebody that will represent, you know, your you and your brand and your business they have to be you know pretty good i would assume they have to be good and it still doesn't take and so people always say to me hey you know uh do you still get nervous when you skydive um i remember my first jump i remember my first jump ever and i get that feeling again when other people are going and doing what i normally do and they go and do it for us and the guys that we have are exceptional but if anyone's asking whether i get nervous yeah i do because it's you know you are, it's exactly that. We're trusting people primarily with other guests' safety. So we make yeah. sure that we choose the best people possible. And you know, the, the, the company brand and all that comes a bit further down the, the list of stuff. But um, yeah, the guys that we've got coming in are very, very good at what You know, I feel that way whenever I've had to been out of the studio and the show goes on. See, you know, yeah, what I'm and I'm just about. like, I was like, I can't even watch. Like, I'll try and watch for a little bit and then I hear something that's said and I'm just like, I throw my phone across the room and I'm just like I can't even watch anymore and I hope nobody else is either <laughs> because like I'm just like what's what's going on right but, but only when you leave Kurt in charge right yeah he's like <laughs> he's like second in command in here that's freaking that's scary awesome. it's good, it's good I right? run a good show I run a you run a tight clean, ship right Kurt tight ship <laughs> nothing happens yeah I do get a very text. dapper tight I do get ship, a text and he's like ship. man it's you know that was you know it was a good show but it's sometimes it's a little bit more difficult to try and when was your last vacation. I not I don't last know. Last July. Last July. Yeah, you're sounds like no, it's time no, no. For... When you went to San Antonio, uh, is that really a vacation? January, February, in February. Yeah, would have been in January. January. Yep. Like a... You want to know where my last vacation was? One. Like three March. years ago. Was... Taking a day off does not count as but a. But please vacation. explain why you took a day off. Because like... the night before I was in Houston at the rodeo and I wanted a day. I've never had a day. I you count need that to go as to a Galveston vacation. with your good lady and jump on a cruise ship. See, but uh, Guardy won't even. Guardy's like, hey man, you can have two days in July, and I'm like, oh great for me. He He's wanted like, to take like ten days in a row or something ridiculous like that. I was like, that's awesome. No, nah, no, it's not. Not whenever there's stuff to do. We literally have like. But you've got an intern, and if he comes back, Where? put him in. Put him in. Kurt, Where's put him the in Kurt's shoes, right? Where is the intern? <laughs> Working for somebody Kurt's else, like, apparently. <laughs> Kurt likes. Okay, and he is important around here. Of course he is. But everybody likes to feel important, right? Yeah. No one more than Kurt Casper. So whenever we have these interns, I'm just like, hey, can you teach them how to do this and this? And he's just like, oh. Simon, I take this as the fact that Guardy knows that the radio station would not prosper if i Ooh. took like a 10-day vacation i feel like i may be getting into some kind of uh khea 
marital dispute here. I might. Just there's a lot. There's a, a lot of disputes going on. We can get into them too. Oh. Yeah. No. Kurt, no. I know. I mean, have I ever said like you don't do anything around here? No. Why would I? Ooh, of course, it ooh. wouldn't do as good. The radio hey, station. I, I've got to be somewhere else. I don't know. <laughs> but it does. It does good, obviously, because you bring a lot to the table. Uh huh. And and I mean, keep we know that. Keep going. I'm not going to keep going. With <laughs> do, you need, do you need me to pass you a JCB for this hole that you're digging? For a hole? Does anyone know what? It, no, do you guys know what a JCB? Like, no, I don't no, know no, what that no, is. It's like one of those diggers. I was the, thinking of a JCI, like a James Coney Island. We call them JCB because <laughs> that's the comp- company that makes them in the UK. But. What gets on my nerves is just somebody who needs that constant pat on the back. Backhoe. That's like what forever. you guys call them. There. Yeah. Oh yeah. Backhoe. I know what a backhoe is. We need right. a backhoe just to bop, bop, curtain, curtain <laughs> in the back, and he'd be like, feeling good. Cool. I feel like he's digging a hole. But I'm here. excited because in July I get I get. Uh, Gardy gave me two days. Two Thursday, days? Fridays. Wow. I get. I believe Wednesday night, Thursday we're gonna be in uh, Orlando. Friday we're gonna be in Orlando. Saturday we're gonna be in Orlando. But I have to be. Who's back we? On, Who are you going on vacation? I'm going with? on vacation with the girlfriend. We're going to Perfect. Universal. Um, her her sisters rent out a house in in Orlando, and so we're gonna go very nice. Go to uh, see kind of the attractions of Orlando. I might go to Universal for a day. And then fly back Saturday night. You could have stayed Sunday. No, I, I would can't. care I about be... that. <laughs> well, you well, don't, don't care, care about that, but my other bosses do. I well, who do matters it. now? <laughs> who has the mic? I matter. <laughs> you all matter, guys. I mean, come on, really? Nah. For sure. <laughs> wow. It's like there's like tumbleweeds blowing across the desk at the moment. Really awkward silence. Well, there is now know. that you pointed talk- it out. <laughs> no, 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 I know, I know. <laughs> so on that note, you were talking about our amazing gentleman that's jumping out of a plane in July. Yeah, I wanted to bring it up on the FM when we go back on the FM. Um, uh, but that problem. is one of the things that I do want to talk about as we get going because he's 96 years he, old. He's Yeah, he's 95 right now. The Thursday before we jump is his 96th birthday. Have we looked into how what, what's the record? Is there a record for the oldest person? Yeah. Uh, there is a record for the oldest person skydiving. There's a record for the oldest, um, the oldest D-Day veteran skydiving. I believe. Can I guess how like, the well, oldest person? Guess. 103. It was either 101 or 103. Wow, I don't know. That was just a guess. I don't know. I was I was looking the other day because I wanted to see uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to see where Teddy sat with with like the other stuff that's been done just to see you know what was going on, but. Um, I mean, I'll, I know you guys say we're going to talk about it when, when we go back, but um, he's he's definitely up there. He's uh, going to be older than George Bush. Yeah, Thomas had pointed that out in the comments. He said, hey, the, you know, President Bush had, had jumped at, he was in his 90s. Yeah, for he's sure. He's so. older than George Bush. And he knows, Teddy knows, knows knew the Bushes. So I think cool. that's one of his, he's quite chuffed that that's one of his little uh, little milestones. He's, yeah, I'm, I'm older than you, and I'm yeah. taking the record. <laughs> so we got five seconds. Here we go. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Right now it is 942, and it is Thursday morning. We have Simon from uh, Skydive Galveston here in studio. My name's Guardy. And I'm Kurt. It's Kickstarter. We're going to be on until 11. Simon, how's it going today? I'm good. I'm here. I'm upright. That's a good day, right? It is. Yeah. I got a little concerned. Were you concerned last night when I texted you at like 11.45? Uh, I, I was already asleep. Okay, good. I knew I was coming in, but like I said to you in the text message this morning, I was just a little hazy on what time we'd agreed. Nine um, o'clock. It was nine o'clock. 
So I see a comment here. It is from the Skydive Galveston Facebook page. If you haven't followed them them yet on social media, make sure you search Skydive Galveston. Pops up, has their red logo on there. The comment says, the oldest person to skydive was 102 and a female. That's awesome. It is awesome. It and speaking cool. of you know someone in their their hundreds and their in their nineties, I think y'all have something really cool happening soon, right? We do, we do. There is a, a pretty amazing gentleman by the name of Teddy Kirkpatrick, uh, who reached out to us a few months back. And uh, Teddy is currently ninety five. He will be ninety six two days before he jumps. And uh, Teddy, I think, is actually quite well known around the Houston area, particularly in the veteran circles. Okay. Uh, Teddy flew 37. Sorry, I'm checking my numbers. Yes, 37 combat missions in B-17s in 1944. Wow. Over Europe, which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. It's very impressive. Um, and Teddy approached us and said that he wanted to jump from an airplane. Is that his real name, Teddy Kilpatrick? Teddy Kirkpatrick. Kirkpatrick. I feel yeah, like they don't make s- names like that anymore. No, I don't think they do. And if you search his name, he's all over the internet, which is which is awesome. Um, and there's a, he's had a lot of interviews. Uh, there's been a lot of people spoke to him about you know all the stuff he did, and he's heavily involved with CAF, the Commemorative Air Force, up there at Conroe Airport. Um, but uh, slightly differently, uh, he wanted to jump on his birthday, which is a Thursday, um, which we said we were going to be able to do. Um, but then he said that he'd like to do it on the Saturday, which uh, CAF have got a big get-together at uh, Conroe Airport on July 20th. That's um, the Commemorative Air Force? Commemorative Air said? Force, okay. yes. Um, so we're going to go up there. We're going to go up to uh, Conroe, 20th of July, and uh, we're going to take Teddy and we're going to throw him out of an airplane because that's <laughs> what he wants to do. He just want, it's on his life list, and he wants, to, he wants to get it ticked off. I went and met him uh, a few weeks ago, um, actually the back end of May, uh, we went and had lunch, and he's uh, he's just an amazing, amazing guy. So he has jumped before. He has not jumped. This will be before. his first jump at ninety six years yes. young. Ninety six with you guys. Young. Yep. Skydive Galveston's going on the road. To we Conroe. are going on the road to Conroe. Where's the beach in Conroe that you're landing on? Uh, well, it's kind of a bit more green. Uh, <laughs> I have to be honest. It's a sea of grass. Um, it's a sea <laughs> of grass. It's sea grass. No, it's a sea of grass. Um, and I have to say, actually, uh, you know, we've we've spoken with the commemorative Air Force people. Uh, we've spoken with the airport manager up at Conroe and we've spoken with air traffic control up there. And I need to give all those guys a shout out because they've been amazing in uh, in being able to provide and help us to achieve this for uh, for Teddy. And I should by rights as well. Uh, give a shout out to all my guys because I approached them. We're doing it on a Saturday uh, when normally open for business. And I spoke to my guys and said, hey, you know. This is what I'd kind of like to go do. Yeah. You know, um, how do you guys feel about it? And every one of them turned around and said, we'll do it. And by the way, we'll do it for nothing. Wow. So uh, as a company, uh, Teddy seems to think, and he's going to find out. He, I've already told him, but he's insisting, as, as you would expect, the 96, 95, 95 independent gentleman uh, is insisting on paying for it. But we as a company have turned around and gone, you know what? After everything you've done and everything you've done in your life and everything you've experienced, uh, we are going to do this, and we're going to come up and do it for you because we wow. want to. So that's, that's awesome. To. Very cool. Is that going to be the most um, the most experienced person? I guess ninety six years uh, of age. Is that the the highest age that you're going to be able to jump with? That well, I'm not saying I wouldn't. I would never say that we wouldn't take somebody older um, because there's no reason why we can't. You know, provided that you know 
doctors and all that kind of stuff and that they're capable uh it will certainly be the oldest person at that point that i have taken okay um, are you a little concerned you're not landing on a beach though I, i'm going back to i'm, I'm a little scared be like how do i do this where's the beach how do i yeah. land yeah <laughs> i mean because it just all looks the same otherwise if it's not the beach Right. right. You have so much opportunity to land. You're like, because usually you're like pinpoint precision. Like, I'm going to land oh, right gonna on be that some... piece of sand. I have a feeling. Well, no, I have a feeling. Uh, Teddy's a very popular character. And uh, and I know he's already reached out to a number of uh, news stations because of what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So pinpoint landings will be the order of the day. Because I think there's going to be a lot of people watching. With all the cameras and everything there. That's right. That's right. It's going to be like, gonna be amazing. like when Kurt jumped. Yeah, yeah. Just I was like hoping it would be like that. <laughs> Nobody cares about Kurt. Hey, hey the most important, well, not the most important person, like, well, probably the most important person, right? Your partner in crime was on the beach with yeah, his iPhone. camera. Well, right now, that. At that time, he was the most important. Hey, He's now, like, third place. When you turn 103, well, yeah, maybe friends and stuff. you'll get the world record. Uh, that should be my life goal. Tell Siri to put it in your calendar. Like, whenever yeah. I turn 103 years old, remind me to jump out of an airplane. Alternatively, we can flip this the other way. It's going to be until he's 103 before we manage to get Gardy to get out of a plane. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> it, it, truth. <laughs> truth. Ain't that the truth, right? Yeah. Gardy, you need to go. Can we convince you to jump sometime? You don't have to convince me. You have to convince my wife. It's just like, hey, I have to sign this waiver. And she's like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to like sign off on you doing that. So there's a couple things that but you can do. she lets you get in a car every day. I have to, yeah, I live with it. She lets me live in the house every day, every day too. But That's like true. if I make her mad, think about that. You know, there's a saying that goes, and you may, you may, you know, you've been married for a bit and Tammy's awesome. You she know, is. happy wife, happy life. I hear Correct. that thrown around a lot. Tammy's amazing, by the way. She we is. haven't said that yet. She, she, she is. She is fantastic. Is the, she is fantastic. And she is the absolute backbone of everything that goes on with us, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Yep. She's cool. It's 949. Is there anything else you'd like to share while you're here today? Oh, probably lots that I just can't really think of right now, to be perfectly honest. If you're, come see us. Like, you know, if you're sat on the fence and you don't know whether to, then just do it. Just ring us up and get it sorted out and go do it. You know, that's life's for living, right? Oh, yeah, it is. What's the website? What's the best way to get a hold? Skydivegalveston.com or the Facebook page. Search Facebook. Um, If you search Skydiving Galveston, that's where you'll find us. You know, if you put it into Google, we come straight up. Simon, we'd be uh, reminisced to not go an entire show without you taking off your hat and showing us your awesome, <laughs> awesome locks. So I have to confess that I haven't had my hair done for over a week and a bit now. Uh, so Miss Rosie might be disappointed with how well I've kept hold of it because it's kind of coming out a little bit. But but it looks great. But it looks great, doesn't it? She does an amazing <laughs> job. Rosie, Envy Hair Salon, in case anyone's wondering. Uh I don't want too many people rushing down there because then I can't get in as regularly as I do. But, you know, <laughs> no, she does a good job. She does a really good job. And it's not bad. It's way longer than the last time I was with you guys, right? Yeah, it is. Dang. it's. Uh, I like. I remember the first time because, you know, we've met before. You come yep. on. You came on our show the very first time. All clean cut. Clean cut. Hat on, though. Hat, Hat on. on. No idea. Because the hair wasn't sticking out. That's it was right. not long. Yeah. And long I had enough. never noticed this. And Gardy, like, we shot that video of you and Miles, right? Yep. And Gardy's like, hey. Did you notice like something weird about Miles' hair? And I was like, "No." He's like, "Go back and watch the video." And I did, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, what's that? <laughs> so then the next time you came in, we had to make sure. I was like, "Hey, can you yeah. show us?" And it was, it had beautiful like colorful, um, hair ties. Is that what it is? Yeah, Tammy had done it the last time I think I was in. 
and it was all kind of bound up. I'm trying to find this comment, but, uh, so I remember the the word. It uh, not dapper. What swish. was the swish? Feel swish. If I if any haircut is swish, it would definitely be Simon's. Swishy Simon. Swishy Simon. <laughs> Swishy dapper Simon. Right. I like it. All right. So right, uh, we're gonna take a quick break. You know, Simon, thank you for joining us. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. You're it's awesome. always a pleasure. We'll try to. We have it in the calendar to go to that 96 year old. It is Conroe. But we're going to try. I know it's Conroe. We're going to try to make sure that we're there. Because that's a huge thing for it's this community. It's massive. It's massive. It's massive for us. It's massive for him. And more importantly, it's massive for him, to be perfectly honest. And uh, I, do you know what's weird? Well, not what's weird. But, like, it was almost like being back with my granddad. And I, every time I start talking about Teddy, I start getting emotional. So I apologize a little bit. But um, I really do feel, and I, you know, we've spoken on the phone and I, and I went and had lunch with him and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like I really kind of know a little bit more about him. But it's, uh, it's weird how emotional I am about the jump that we're going to go and do because he's just, he really truly is just this amazing person. Not that there aren't a whole, you know, lots and lots of amazing people that don't, you know, that come and jump with us. So I never detract from anyone that, you know, that has or will come and jump with us. But this one is going to have a definite special place with it that's awesome was mine second right like or is it first it's just above that currently first you're currently first so just take that away you are currently first that's not a problem there you go you did it Kurt. right that feels good the kids (laughs) the kids they're laughing at me now they're not laughing at me now no one was ever laughing at you Maybe your brothers. I don't know. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> They'll it, never be a skydiver. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Simon. You're awesome. Oh, no, thank you, guys. We appreciate you. you. This is KGA. Radio. <laughs> awesome. All right, Facebook. I love coming in here because it's just great chatting with you guys. It's just fantastic. Ariana says, bring back the swish. Bring back swish. Bring back the swish. That is a good, good, good word to use, swish. I never heard it like that. Pretty cool slang. You said, it, you said that's a UK thing. Yeah, it's a UK thing. That and dapper. That well, yeah, I've definitely heard dapper. I'm dapper. I'm always dapper. Like walking around. That's why. That's how it came up this morning. We would you disappeared and we were talking about your jacket. And I had to go get my gear. And, I know. Delusionally dapper. In your head. The double D's. Delusionally dapper. Sure. That's what you guys got on for the rest of the day. Um, we're filming today. Excellent whereabouts. Doing a shine on shine animal on Prita oh, cool. rescue. Is that right? Animal Prita Pride. Something like that. It's a it's a location in Lamarck that helps like surgeries and stuff like that with animals. Very cool. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And then Friday we're doing some lashes. I'm gonna get my lashes done. And then Saturday we're doing the Juneteenth celebration in the city of Lamarck. Very cool. Which will be a lot of fun. That will be a lot of fun. You excited to see his swishy lashes? Yeah, I am. That's what the noises <laughs> they're going to be making when he blinks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really? This is his. Like, he calls me like, hey, Guardy, we got a call. Uh, I'm going to schedule this. Are you, are you good with that? I was like, yeah, what time? Okay. Sure, dude. We can get your eyelashes done. It'll look, if you if you want, it'll be great. Yeah, we're going to go check it out and see if, what it's like. Lash 365 Spa mm-hmm. in Link City. <laughs> Ashley says Dapper Dan in a can. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome, guys. Always good scenes. Good to see you. Let us know what you got going on. Tony said it's great to see you, Simon. I still got my trip uh, over to jump with you on the board. So he's going to be coming and visiting you soon, I guess, from from Australia. Who's that? That's uh, Tony. Yeah, he's still got his jump on the board. Very cool. Hey, come. we want to say hi to you, Tony. Let us know when you're in town, and uh, maybe we can 
come and watch you jump. It's always fun to go out there and, and hang out with Simon and just get an excuse to go to the beach. Yeah. I haven't jumped just because my wife's like, yeah, no. She doesn't want me to. And um, But, it, man, it was fun just being on the beach and being around the entire experience. And that's the that's the closest I'd, I'd been to it. Yeah, so I did like a Facebook Live whenever Kurt jumped, and it was pretty neat. It was pretty fun, but they, it was easy. It was very relaxing the way that they kind of prep the person jumping and they – they do all that stuff. It was it was easy. So yeah, it was definitely um, something that they they've done. I remember asking Simon before. I think he's jumped like thousands of times or something ridiculous like that. So they they do it a lot. Do it a lot. Do it a lot. Right now we're about to talk about uh, an event that is benefiting an amazing cause and how you can get involved. I know there's something going on at Three Acres Food Truck Park, and we're going to be finding out exactly what it is, how you can help. Just by going to that event. So Three Acres Food Truck Park has a Santa Fe address. I believe it's inside the city limits of Lamarck, which is really neat. We're learning all these boundaries and these different like in, invisible markers that have been here for forever that I didn't know even growing up in this area. But the more that we do stuff with the city of Lamarck and some of the surrounding areas, we find out all of these lines and how how city works and all the, all the stuff that's going on. But here we go. Hi, how are you? I'm Gardy. What's your name? Chelsea. Chelsea. Yes, yes, yes. Crystal didn't want to come in and hang out with us. She said she had to get back to work. Oh, wink, work. wink. What work? She used to intern for us. Unlikely. We know. <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. She did some cool. Yeah, she helped us out uh, here a, a lot. So yeah, we love we love Crystal and and everything that she does uh, around here. But she is she your sister? She is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we have a blended family, so she has been my sister since she was about two. So as close to to blood as you can get. Yeah, cool. Are you younger or is she? Uh, no, I'm older. Okay. Well, I have five sisters, and so there's six of us in total, and I'm the second oldest. Okay, cool. And um, so you're Chelsea. Yeah. Now there's there's a cause and there's a name, and I don't want to say it wrong, but I know there's something going on at, at Three Acres Food Truck Park. And there is it Kira, Kyra? It's Kira, K-I-R-A, Kira. Kira. Okay, how old is Kira and what's going on with her? So Kira's five years old. She had some complications during her delivery that resulted in her needing a kidney transplant. So she's lived for the last five years um, with dialysis three to four days a week, which mm. is like 10 hours a day, which is a lot for a little body like that. Um, we're at a point where Boston Children's Hospital um, has agreed to give her a kidney donation. And so we're raising funds for that cause. So that's CODA, awesome. which is the Children's Organ Transplant Association. Um, so that's where the CODA for Team Kira comes in, um, has estimated that we need $40,000. Um, so we're hosting this event. We're going to host many more. But this one is Sunday, July 21st from 1130 to 430. And we're going to have barbecue, um, kids' bounce houses, games, face painting, live bands, all-day event, shady, picnic-in-the-park style, yeah. um, raising money to, to help with those transplant-related expenses. So, Three Acres Food Truck Park, I don't think they're normally open on Sunday. Are they specifically right. open for you guys? So, everything? Yep. Okay. Yep. The owners of Three Acres Food Truck Park have been amazing. They're opening it up just for us, just for this event um, on a Sunday. We're hoping we can ke- catch everyone after church, come, grab mm-hmm. a barbecue plate. If you don't want to cook, grab one when you leave. All of it will go out to a really great cause. 
Awesome. It's fun out there at Three Acres. It is. We went just this last Saturday. We love it. It's a great place. Really family-oriented, and I'm really glad that we have it in our community. And the food trucks. Yeah. Yeah, you can't beat it. Are you going to have food trucks out there? So, not food trucks. We're going to have a Lighthouse um, Charity Foundation. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys are uh, familiar with it, Mm -hmm. but it's over 400 volunteers in Galveston County. And they do um, emergency crisis um, after the the shooting in Santa Fe. They were the ones out there feeding the first responders. So, they are volunteering. They're going to come with two trucks, and they're going to serve barbecue all day um, for Team Carrot. Harvey Dogs. Yeah, it's going to be great. And so, they're doing half chicken, sausage, two sides. It's 15 a plate but it's a whole half chicken it's great to reheat so you can take it for breakfast uh, i mean for uh, lunch reheat it have it for dinner have it for lunch the next day <laughs> i'm excited i'm like i'm gonna get like five i'm not gonna cook all week yeah i have a, there's something that's about me just the way i'm wired like if i have a plate i'm going to finish it even if there was like if you somehow fit like three whole chickens <laughs> like on a thing i'm just like oh and then i would see the whole i would eat the whole thing but we've had we've had some of their food before we saw them cooking at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo Cook-Off. And then after Hurricane Harvey, they were out here as well helping feed volunteers, people who were affected as we were operating as a distribution center um, for, for people in the community. So that's great a group, great organization. Great food. I mean, they're yeah. they're amazing. And they have some really noticeable vehicles, too. The red trucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything's do. red, and it's it's very, very nice. You know, there there's a, the director who would come down here, Darren Harvey. He li- used to live in my neighborhood. I don't know if he lives there anymore, but his truck would sit out there. And I always wanted to just knock on his door and be like, hey, do you got any leftover Harvey dogs? <laughs> wow. Because they were the best. Like, I would eat like eight of those Harvey dogs, Darren Harvey. I went out to meet with the guys, and of course he barbecued. Like, hey, I made food while you're here. You can't pass yeah. up food. It was like bacon wrapped jalapeno. I mean, awesome. They're they're a really great group, and they've done a lot for us. In addition to this, they've given us um, two uh, Southwest Airline uh, tickets anywhere in the U.S. for our silent auction. We have a signed J.J. Watt and Ryan Cushing helmet for our auction. Uh, we've got cool. a lot of really cool stuff. And, again, all of it goes to a really great cause. Yes. And when is that exactly? Uh, so Sunday, July 21st from 1130 to 430. So right after church, everyone come in, stop by, and then, like I said, hopefully take a plate home so you don't have to cook dinner. Um, we're going to continue our fundraising efforts. Um, they'll be ongoing. We have a site directly. It's 100% tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. It's called CODA for Team Kira, so C-O-T-A for Team Kira, K-I-R-A. Um, and so that's ongoing forever. Um, this is our first big event, but we hope that there's many more to come. Okay. And you'll need about about $40,000 is the goal. For this. And however, uh, knowing the average life expectancy and the needs of a child or an adult that receives a kidney transplant, um, thinking long term, um, you know, the average transplant could be seven years or she could have it for the rest of her life. So we want to m- make sure that we're continuously raising funds to help her if ever she was to need another transplant or any other medical issues. Okay. For it's just one kidney or is it both kidneys? So she doesn't have any kidney function. So, um, but you only need one to survive. So she just needs one for the transplant, um, but she currently doesn't have kidney function. You know, there was a, a famous kidney transplant that took place. I think it was last summer, wasn't that? With Selena Gomez it was. and her her, her friend. best friend gave her. You know that that got to, that's got to give you a little bit of a hope um, that there is somebody out there. But you have to have a matching kidney. Is that right? There's a lot that goes into it, right? Well, what? it is. And most first question we usually get is, can she get an adult kidney? And she can't. 
Um, hmm. So we actually, my sister, my oldest sister, Erin, um, had volunteered, was matched, and agreed to give her kidney, which was amazing. Uh, we were ready for it. Unfortunately, Kira has had so many complications, she wasn't able to receive it. Um, now it's been determined that she has to get a kidney from a deceased donor because she needs so much artery to connect back into her inferior vena cava that she can't take it from a living donor. So that complicates things a little more because even if, you know, 20 people said, hey, we'll do it, we can only take it from a deceased donor. So Because they need more of the attachment or however that do. works? They need more artery and you can't get that from a living donor. So one more reason to, if you're ever considered it, sign up to be a, a, a donor. Um, you can do it at the DPS office um, because there are 100,000 people currently waiting. Um, for transplant donations and 20,000 die every day waiting. Wow. So how, how do you know if you're a match? And and I'm going to encourage everyone who's currently watching to go ahead and share this video out because maybe that donor or that person who matches is or, or I, well, here's could the thing. potentially be watching. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. It's kind um, of dark, Kurt. So it's we, can, <laughs> we can well, encourage, we can well, encourage I, I started to say it, and I'm like, wait, this doesn't make... <laughs> Let me just... So we can encourage people to consider becoming an organ donor. You know, if you've never thought about it, um, you know, it may be an option. You know, you help... Like, that's how You said that there's 100,000 people that are out there... Waiting, um, and including many children. I mean, if you go to Texas Children's or one of the local facilities and you see the number of children that are in need, it's It's heartbreaking. Um, so yeah, consider becoming a donor. It's simple. You can do it online at Donate for Life. You can do it. You can just check the box when you get your driver's license renewed, and it's just a matter of your blood type. Okay, Kurt, you're uh, a positive, a negative. I'm whatever you are. I, I don't know, know we have we have matching. I think it's a positive. It was kind of so. Is that what like so? If I needed a kidney, I could take Kurt's potentially. I would probably yeah. Can I have it just <laughs> keep him close, That's keep him safe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Um, you never know. Okay, so th that's an event taking place. Um, we're trying to raise some funds at Three Acres Food Truck Park, and this is one of the, the first events that are continuing to go. I think one of the things that I did not realize is that once you get a, a transplant, you said it may last for seven years. Or it forever. could last a lifetime. You don't really know. So that almost has to be slightly discouraging i don't know you just don't know going in like i may have to go through this again well right? you go in it with open arms faith in god you hope that it'll last forever and we're going to plan that it will but just to be safe we want to make sure we have ongoing efforts and make sure that she has everything that she needs mm -hmm. um i mean thinking about a five-year-old who wants to run and play um she spends up to 10 hours a day in dialysis she can't go to kindergarten um, she can't do most of the things that a normal child can do because she's restricted. Um, and once she gets this transplant, she'll be wireless. Um, yeah. And she'll she'll really get to go out into the world. She'll get to go to kindergarten. She'll get to do all of the things that a healthy child could do. So it will truly be life-changing for her. Yeah. One of my – and it, it's crazy to think, you know, uh, she's almost a baby. You know, I have a son who's six, you know, and, yeah. and at five years old. Uh, she's needing all those things. My my one of my really good childhood friends, and I would call him one of my best friends still today. You know, not really getting to see him that much because he you know lives on on the other side of town and all that. But he just got his transplant. I actually texted him yesterday because um, he had it like maybe three weeks ago. Be like, yeah. hey, how, how's it going, man? Yeah. You know, you doing okay? He said, I feel good physically. Um, I'm just not able to go anywhere, and I'm taking like anti you know medicine Viral to make sure it's gonna. Yeah. And he'll build his endurance, but again, worth it. I mean. Um, Kira's only five, and like you said, you have a child that's six. If it extends her life seven years, we'll take it, right? I mean, any amount of time that we can gain with her, 
Um, she is the most amazing, bravest, strongest little girl in the world. She really changes your perspective on life. Um, and to see what her and her family go through um, every day, you know, just just for her to live a normal existence is, is tough. So anything that I and any of you can do to help her, it it, it really is the best cause. Yeah. Where where is she from? Like is uh, are Santa you, Fe? Yeah. Are you a part of her family as I'm, well? Yeah. So she's my niece. Okay. Um, and so when I say her family, I think of her direct, her mom, her dad, her brother and sister. They are a military family, Navy. Um, and they're, we're all from Santa Fe here. Mm-hmm. Um, her dad's from Texas City. Um, and they're actually in Boston right now. So it's actually Boston Children's Hospital that has agreed to do the donation. She's receiving, uh, or the transplant, she's receiving dialysis there currently while we wait for a donor. Um, so she, they went there specifically to save her life um, wow. through a chicken, second chance program. So th- are they currently like living there, stationed? So they are actually um, temporarily living there. They're in the Ronald McDonald House. And so they actually just got a space there on Tuesday. And mm. the Ronald McDonald House has been amazing. I mean, they they provide basically like an efficiency apartment and then a community living area so that they don't have to worry about anything. It's like an extended stay. Furniture, everything is there for the kids, toys, games, um, so that while they're waiting for transplant and then once she has the transplant, she'll have to be there for another three to six months for recovery. She'll take those antivirus like you mentioned um so it'll be a long road before they can come back home okay you know uh one of the things that uh i i think is important to mention too as we're talking kind of all about this is it's not just and i learned this a long time ago when i was covering a story back in back in the day it's not just important enough to put it on your driver's license that you're an organ donor because oftentimes they don't check that right. when you're like, let's say, for instance, you're at a car accident or something. The the ambulances and the, the first responders aren't checking your driver's license. So the important thing is to tell a loved one. Tell your family. Tell your family that you have done that because just having it on your driver's license isn't enough. Yeah, I agree. That's that's a really good statement. And make sure that your family knows your plan. If something was to happen to you that you want to be a donor and you want to share the gift of life with other people. Hmm. Wow. It was something that blew my mind away. Like, I didn't know that. Like, it, it was just something that was different and unique. Well, I'm, I mean, because I'm thinking I would check. But, again, I'm not like EMS or I'm not a – but usually – and, again, I'm looking at, like, TVs and stuff. I said, like, check check the ID. Who is it? You know, who are we dealing with? Oh, they're from here, you know. But that's not what they're going to do, you know, in every situation because they're focused on saving, saving their lives. Life. Yep. Yeah. First responders, they're, they're focused on getting to the next person and making sure that they're saving lives. Um, but yeah, tell your family, make sure everyone knows what your plan is and whether or not you want to be a donor. Okay. So we have two minutes and 10 seconds. Kurt's pulling out the, uh, the expired or <laughs> the wrong, the wrong entry. You need to, you need to update it, right? Yeah. It says 16-2-0-2 Buccaneer Lane, apartment 137. Who uh, lives there? I don't know. Go visit anymore. We should go visit them. I heard that yesterday, but you went online <laughs> and you renewed it, right? Yeah. Not yet. Oh, I thought you were going to. I need to do that. Yesterday was a busy day. We were we were rolling around in the in a paint shop and painting bumpers Ooh. with like. Did a you see that video of him painting? I didn't a see the video, but I heard you guys and I and so is the bumper. It looks bumper's back. Okay. Yeah, the bumper is back. It's good. Everything should be fine now. Hopefully, still praying for that air conditioning, but for it to come back. Guardy refuses to give me a raise, and so I can't I can't afford air conditioning or a new car. But it'll be okay. Well, my sister just got a new car, so she might give you a ride. That's true. The Lexus, huh? Yeah. It's nice. I yeah. saw that. It's a nice I saw car. It too. 
Can you talk Crystal into maybe like leaving her current position and coming back and volunteering with us again? I mean, she doesn't <laughs> need to pay for that. I'll car. give it my best shot. Yeah, I'll come. I think she's still watching. Yeah, maybe she'll she'll get a change of. Well, heart. she is walking by. She's working and doing something. And I saw her and Hannah. They she's get getting those... ready for vacation Bible school. Yeah, that starts next week. Yep. Oh, I gotta get some stuff done for that. Which is gonna be a great time. But that's those are things that, that Kira can't do, right? She can't that's do right. the and normal stuff, like even kindergarten or And BBS. she is in a wheelchair. She has cerebral palsy as well as complications. But mentally she is one hundred percent alert. She was just evaluated for kindergarten and she is smart and funny and sassy. Um, she can, once we get this kidney transplant, she can do all those things. And, and that's why we're here. That's what we're hoping for. So if you have a moment and you're listening, go out to CODA for Team Kira, um, read her story, follow our journey. And by all means, please come out July 21st and check out our event and, and help us raise money for a good cause. All right. So we got 15 seconds and we're going to do a little swap here. I am an or- organ donor, Guardy. So Good for you. Awesome. Keep him safe. You might need him. I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that kidney one day. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Guardy. And I'm Kurt. It is 10-12 on a Thursday morning where we are we are hanging out and we're talking about some really cool, uh, some interesting things that you need to know about in the community. We had Simon in from, from Skydive Galveston, and they're going to be jumping, uh, doing a jump in Conroe where there's a gentleman who's going to be uh, doing doing the thing two days after he turns 96 years old. So that's pretty cool. Kurt, what do you think? That's awesome. To be that age and to be able to jump out of an airplane is awesome. Yeah, at any age, really, because I haven't done it. You know, you went and did it, and it seemed like it was a blast. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's It can be nerve-wracking because you don't know what's happening that first time, but I feel like now that I've done it one time, I'm going to be able to do it again. You're ready to go again. I'm ready. And now we have Chelsea here in studio who is talking about an event where you can go and, and help out a local a local family, and specifically Kira, who's five years old. Can you share a bit of her story? I certainly can. So Kira is my niece. She's five years old, and she um, was born in need uh, due to some traumatic birth events. Um, she's in need of a kidney transplant. So she lives her life three to four days a week obtaining dialysis, um, which could be up to 10 hours a day. Um, she has recently been accepted for transplant at Boston Children's Hospital, so they're living there temporarily. And our hope is that we can raise $40,000 to help them with transplant-related expenses. Yeah. Doing something like that is it, it's, it's very expensive. It takes it a lot of money, right? It is incredibly expensive. I mean, just the, the basics of her medications and life-sustaining treatment alone is incredibly costly. Um, but they're from here, Santa Fe, Texas, um, uh, like myself. Um, so they've had to relocate all over the world trying to get her treatment and not give up on their baby. So right now they're actually at the Ronald McDonald um, house in Boston, staying there temporarily since Tuesday. Um, and hopefully they'll be able to extend that stay. But we want to make sure that we can find temporary housing accommodations and make sure that they have all of the things that they need for transplant and then for the recovery period thereafter. So that event that's taking place here pretty quickly in about a month or so. It when, is. Where is that at and what uh, is it? Three Acres Food Truck Park in Santa Fe on 1764. Amazing place, family friendly, lots of shade. Um, they typically have wonderful food trucks. Um, at our event, we're going to have the Lighthouse Cook Team. They're going to come out and they're going to have barbecue plates for sale, $15. You get a half chicken sausage and two sides. We're going to have a silent auction. We're going to have kids games, face painting, moonwalks. 
a full day um, event. It's going to be Sunday, July 21st from 1130 to uh, 4.30. Sorry, I had to think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all raising money for a wonderful cause. So we hope that everyone will come out, stop by after church, grab a barbecue plate, and enjoy the venue and raise money for, for Kira. Yeah, speaking of, of the venue, I think you said you were at Three Acres not too long ago, yeah, right? Yeah, last Saturday. Yeah, it's a great place. What was going on there? So that night, it was just a general. They had food truck parks. They had a, a, a live kind of acoustic style um, gentleman out there singing. And we just sat in the shady area, enjoyed, talked about the benefit, mm-hmm. planned our event, and just enjoyed the, the the environment. Yeah, it's really nice out there. Do you remember seeing like any of the names of the of the trucks while you were there? That's one of the oh, interesting things about Well, they change the out. Names. I think that's a lot of what it is, is they have a variety. So yeah. they'll always have like a dessert, snow cones, um, different, you know, then barbecue, fish tacos, nachos. I mean, they, got it it, they change it up. And so it's it's great. It's a great variety. I have three kids. I can take them and everyone's happy. They can all get what they want. Yeah. They have like the little play area. My son, who's like, I don't want to go. And he had never been before. I don't want to go. And I'm... Uh, we were out there, and he was like, boom, and I'm like, where'd he go? And he's over there playing. Right. Um, you always have to drag him out. Okay, yeah. we're leaving now. We got to go. He's drenched in sweat, and I'm like, we have to go to bed. You know, we have to do this. We have, Come on, come on. But right. the, the kids will have fun. It'll be a blast yep. uh, and something fun to do. I always, like, get really super sleepy after going to Three Acres Food Truck Park because I eat so much food. Yep. Like, I want to try all five of them at one time and it's like why did i get five main dishes well that's why it's good to bring kids because then you get to pick off of their plate and get the mm. variety yeah i don't have kids yet grab a niece nephew bring a kid not no kids yet soon just go with go with friends who have kids yeah I, I go with friends. you but you, you tell me to stay away from your kids and so i have to go to the other side of the keep, park well he likes tries, tries eating all of their food and i'm like okay part of it is for them too kurt it's not just you know your buffet <laughs> So. But you're going to have delicious food at this I event. I am. If you don't know the Lighthouse Cook Team, they're a, a charity foundation, and they go out and serve first responders. Um, they have been really great in our community. They're award-winning barbecue. They're going to do, like I said, half chicken sausage, two sides, $15. It goes to a great cause. It will be great food. Um, like I mentioned, Booth of the Clown is going to be there doing face painting and entertainment. Uh, we're going to have an essential oil station, kids games, and then we have three different obstacle courses. Um it definitely is one where you can come, sit down in the shade, let the kids go, have a great time, and enjoy the day. So we've met the lady that does the face painting that you just mentioned. Oh, Bufa. Bufa. Yes. She's awesome. She is amazing. I love her. The only thing is anytime I've seen her out in the community painting faces, she's not dressed as the clown. And then I saw her social media page, and I was like, she dresses up as a clown and does this too? But so is she going to be dressed up or not? She is. She's coming as Bufa the clown. Okay. So, yeah. Have you seen her? I always that? get confused because, yeah, she's been at events... With Jennifer Fuller um, doing some of those things, and she's never in a, a clown, and I'm just like, they're like, oh, boo for the clown. I'm like, that's she's uh-huh. right there. I'm like, why are you calling her that? You know, be so nice. is she just in casual attire when you see her? Yeah, uh, she's dressed normal. Well, she's amazing. Her name is Christina, um, and she's Bufa the Clown, B-U-F-F-A, I believe is, is how it's per- spelled. I hope yeah. I got that right. But um, I've actually posted. So we have on Facebook, it's CODA, C-O-T-A, which stands for the Children's Organ Transplant Association. So CODA for Team Kira, K-I-R-A. Um, so if you can go out on Facebook, the events page, you'll see all the information. There's pictures, links to Bufa the Clown, links to some of her artwork. And then, of course, every week we're posting at least one or two silent auction items. Um, I mentioned earlier to you gentlemen that we have a signed 
um, helmet from JJ Watt and Ryan Cushing. We have beautiful um, custom-made farmhouse furniture, tickets to Southwest or for Southwest anywhere in the country, custom-made barbecue pit, all going to be on our silent auction. That's awesome. Yeah. How did you get the Southwest tickets? At Lighthouse. Actually, um, uh, Scott um, from State Farm is one of the the members of the Lighthouse Group, and he generously donated it in addi- addition to all this work that they're doing for us. Can we also- use Scott's name? Because I need to get some <laughs> some Southwest tickets to fly anywhere. Well, you can come out. You can bid on my my auction. And then- wait, is this is this an online auction or is this an actual? It's a real- physical silent auction. So you had come out, take a look at some of the great things that we have. We have more stuff. Booty and Barn in Santa Fe gave us gift certificates. I mean, there's the community is really coming together for this. They've been really great to us. Um, so come out. Yeah. I, I, I like this. I might actually come and do this. I hate the fact that they've ruined silent auctions. <laughs> People... <laughs> Technology has ruined silent auctions. Yeah, he doesn't like that people can bid on silent auctions from from their phone from their phone now because he's there and he's like boxing out and like <laughs> trying to be intimidating by like the Southwest tickets are mine, you know, one dollar. But it's for a good cause, so yeah, I be stand fair, one dollar, one dollar. And they're like, "Oh, are you are you sure you? Well, we do are going to have a giant tent, so it's shaded, regardless, yeah. rain or shine. Come out. We've got multiple tables that we'll set up and just and we have. The most amazing gift baskets and some of the items that I've mentioned. So, I, I think there'll be something for everyone at this event. You mentioned Boudin Barn. Have you have you eaten there before? Yes, have you? Oh yeah. What have you gotten? Um, so I actually just went the other day and got the breakfast tacos. They have an amazing. It's like chicken and sausage special, or mm-hmm. no, it's not sausage. I'm sorry, shrimp special that they do Sunday through Thursday until they sell out. That is the best thing on the menu. So, the last time we went, which was maybe last week. Last week. Last week. Oh, two so you weeks. frequent the Boudin Bar. We've, well, it had been a while. But I got the breakfast sandwich. I mean, it wasn't breakfast time, but it's so good. The the burrito, I think it was $7. It was literally, I mean, it was huge. It was, I, burrito, yeah. I could not finish it. It was huge. Haven't tried the tacos. But with the whenever you find something that's so good, it's like, yep, that's what I want. It's hard to try the other things, even though you're just looking at it. It's like, yeah, that's good. That's when it, it helps to have the kids. <laughs> well, I went in there and said, me and my friend Amanda, she's great. She's helping host this event. And I said, hey, can I hang up a flyer for your customers? Mm-hmm. And he said, I'll do you one better. Here's a $50 gift certificate. I mean, he just really immediately didn't even have to ask, came together for the event. Um, I'm sure that we'll see those guys out there. Um, and, and most of the other business owners in Santa Fe, same situation. Um, I haven't even had to ask. It's just, hey, can I hang up a flyer in there immediately? What else can we do? to help uh, yeah which is which is amazing yeah i know yeah the boudin barn they they're big supporters of well you know like the police and first responders and then anything santa fe and in our community they they've been uh been great yeah they were one of our first giveaways videos that we actually did it was an actual video video we had done giveaways before but we had never actually gone and shot video and uh we went in there and shot the video and it went nuts and we're like well i guess we're gonna do more of these yeah, it was and really cool. Nice. So they they they're they're to thanks for that, and they're also to thank for their their boudin balls. Yes. Are you dreaming about that right now? I, well, I did see one in my head. Like I'm, <laughs> I am envisioning one. <laughs> one right of the now. food trucks last Saturday um, at Three Acres had huge boudin balls, and they were amazing. It was a full meal. I got four. I couldn't finish them. Was it a black truck? It was. Yeah. It, what, what's the gentleman we had him in for the boudin? But it says boudin or something. Oh man, I can't think of it. Right James now. Washington. Is that his name? <laughs> Hi, James. Washington. I'm terrible with names, names but yeah. I, I remember food, and that was good food. Yeah, it's a it was a brand. He got the truck last year, and it's a, a very very nice brand new black truck. And he, I remember talking about it. And he was like, "Yeah, you know, keep." Oh, I accidentally it. just called him. 
The Boudin truck. The Boudin B- truck. B-O-U-D-A-I-N. Boudin truck. Hey, it's 1022. We're going to take a quick break on the FM. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Right now we're talking to Chelsea and how uh, we're learning about how you can help out Kira. If you want to get involved, feel free to let us know. Send us a message. Send us a text, 346-704-1806. I know uh, I saw on our Facebook stream that Holly put a, a link up here to an event, and I'm pretty sure that's the, the event. Awesome. At Three Acres Food Truck Park. Boom, boom, boom. Sweet. So you're from you're from this area then? You're from hey, Santa Fe? From Santa Fe. Cool. Yep. Born did you go life. to the school there? I did, yes. My daughter is actually a senior at Santa Fe High School. She um, is graduating um, a year early. So That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. We uh so we did we did a video for the city of Lamarck, but like a portion of a lot of the kids in Lamarck go to different schools because there's like they're actually zoned to it where they live, right? And so we were we went and got footage there of, of the high school the other day because we but we hadn't been we hadn't been there much, you know, to be honest to the to the high school and all that. But um, that's also whenever we went and got some of the Boudin the Boudin barn and all that. But there's a lot in Santa Fe. There is. We're the community is growing really mm-hmm. quickly and. Having lived there my whole life, come back, started my family there and raised, you know, I wanted them to go to Santa Fe school where I grew up. My daughter actually had the same third grade teacher that I did. So there's wow. that small town um, <laughs> sense and things like this with CODA, that how quickly the community comes together is it makes me proud to live there. Yeah. And then you have two other kids. What grades are they in? So my middle son, his name is Ryder. He's 13. And so he's going into eighth grade. And then my baby is seven. He's going into second grade. Awesome. And you have the one? Just the... Well, I have two. I oh, have two. a daughter that's two, and then my son is six. So you're busy. Well, my wife is, and I am too. When I get home, they're like, Daddy! And Did you drop your chip again? I dropped it yesterday, and, I, and I've been looking for it. But I is forgot to what? look after. Is oh, that what? That's what you're looking for. You're backing Yeah, I, I wish I had it. I had a Bay Area Raceway chip from the Wizard of Oz game that, <laughs> that I've been playing with over here. I dropped it yesterday, and then I'm, I'm just trying to remember to see where I put it. Oh well. Why did you find it? No, I didn't. I didn't throw it away. You would not do that. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, but if you're watching on Facebook, hey, let us know what do you have going on today. Have you been to Three Acres? Are you looking forward to that event in uh, July? It's the twenty-first. It is July twenty-first, Sunday, July twenty-first, from eleven thirty to four thirty. If you want to get involved, maybe you can't make it to that to that event, and you want to donate or participate. How can they do that? So you can search CODA, C-O-T-A, for Team Kira, K-I-R-A. It'll immediately bring you to the CODA um, uh, page where you can follow our story. You can make an uh, immediate donation, which is 100% tax deductible. Um, you can search on Facebook, CODA for Team Kira. We have a volunteers and donors page. So if anyone wants to come out, volunteer, get involved, work the kids' games, uh, take tickets, mm-hmm. um, we're looking for great people to do that. Um, but if you just want to follow the event, see what's going on on the silent auction and what great things we have, you can just like the events page and it'll keep you in the loop on what's happening okay that's cool that is cool um i'm trying to get the at you're trying to find the coda for team kira yeah whenever you had said coda the first time i was thinking like k and then you were like i was like oh and then i i was thinking a d but i was like not processing that but that is an yeah, it's I like to catchy. spell it out in that sense. So CODA that is an organization that that is all they do is help 
families raise funds for transplant related expenses. Yes. So they go out and verify the medical need that so it's not like a GoFundMe where you don't you may not truly know the circumstances. Coda verifies and they're a nonprofit organization. So everything that we get, including silent auction items, are all tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law, which is a really great for us for Kira when we're trying to raise funds and then great for those generous donors because yeah. they can get a, a tax benefit from that. Yeah, because well the goal the goal is forty thousand dollars but I I know that that has to be even like a discounted rate with like everything that's going right. to go into it. Um, it's going to be, it's, it's a lot of money. Like I had a, a surgery like eight years ago. I had to get my appendix removed and I had insurance thankfully, but it was just like still like I have to pay this much money. But like looking at the bills, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank God. And it's just like a little, it's a, I consider it like a routine, you know, getting, getting that, that surgery. But um, yeah. And this one, the yeah. recovery time is pretty extensive After for her. I mean, she'll be in the hospital for a minimum of, of eight weeks, probably 12. Yeah. Um, and then, like you mentioned before, your friend, the immunosuppressive drugs and all of those things um, get really costly. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you find it? I found it. Like, if you Google it, there's, like, I literally a, easy to find. a way to, do, uh, to donate. I'm looking at it right now. I found the volunteers and donors page, but I haven't found the regular page yet. So that's on, the volunteers and donors page um, is specific to Facebook. And then if you do Coda for Team Kira Benefit is where you're actually going to find the event page. You'll yeah. see the flyer. Everything's pink and purple. We're trying to keep with that theme. Those are Kira's two favorite colors. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the Coda for Team Kira.org, I believe. Let me pull it up. That's it, what I'm on. Yep, codaforteamkira.org, and that's the official page of the Children's Organ Train. That's the one. Yeah, so if you want to if you want to donate, you can do it. You can do it right now. You can't make the event or maybe you're watching from Australia. Like we had a gentleman watching from Australia earlier, you're watching from, you know, Louisiana or or uh, you're watching from Oklahoma like Thomas. So you can you can donate as well. You know, any any little thing helps and this is an amazing cause that that we want to get behind, you know, helping somewhere right here in Family Santa Fe. And earlier we talked about the donor piece. Um, can you walk us through one more time how that works and why that's so so hard? Because when you when you look at like people who are doing like kidney transplants and stuff like that, it, it can it, it it's it's a process, but it's possible. It is a process, and so in Kira's circumstance, hers is a bit more unique because she needs a donation from a deceased donor. So mm-hmm. as much as like you mentioned, the um, is it Sabrina? What, Gomez, who's had her? Yeah, Selena. Oh, yes. Selena, yeah. sorry. I'm old. Um, <laughs> uh, she was able to find a friend or family member, and so that makes it a little bit easier. You can identify someone that you know, and they have the appropriate blood type. In this case, we need a deceased donor um, for Kira, so it makes it a little bit more difficult in the longer wait. Um, I gave you some statistics before. There are 120,000 people that are waiting um, every day for, for a, a life-saving organ transplant, and 120 <clears throat> of them die each day waiting on that list Um, 120 die each day each day each day and those statistics are available through the coda website as well which is is why it's important to go out and register yourself to be a donor and make sure that your family knows what your plans are that you want to be a donor you know it's tough to think about with kids you know being five years old and and not really even living yet almost you know even to their fullest extent you know i think of whenever i was five and i think of my kids you know and um all the things that they're able to do and then there's a lot of kids out there that haven't even had a chance to to do those yet or like hey go to kindergarten go to school go to preschool like learn you can't even do that not yet 
And Kira is just like every other child. She wants to play. She wants to be accepted. She wants to run around and squeal and chase and run and play in the water. She can't even do that. You know, she can't get wet because of the tubes and the ports and things that she has. So something like this is really life-changing. I mean, Mm -hmm. it it will change. Um, Every day she has to live on, you know, anti-seizure medication and blood pressure regulation. And each of those... um, cause drowsiness so she kind of it it makes her live in what i would consider a state of fog and so once she gets this transplant the difference in her life is just going to be amazing yeah and she's a part of your family she's She's my niece yeah she's my my uh sister's daughter um my i have five sisters as i mentioned before she's the third um her daughter they actually have three children um they have the the seven-year-old or now she'll be eight very soon five-year-old and then they also have a three-year-old so they really have their hands full like you may yeah with your little ones um how, and, how are the other kids is everyone doing good and understanding yeah, they're yeah. understanding i mean it does take a lot it's pretty wearing on your family um and they're patient and understanding but you know she goes to bed each night with somebody she loves reading her a book and she fights <clears throat> with her brother over toys during the day she's a mm-hmm. normal little girl from that aspect but it's a lot. They went um, from being in the military and living in Japan to San Diego, left the military for transplant here, then ended up in South Carolina, and now they're in Boston, and that's in less than five years. I mean, that's a lot for any family. But Why is it so important for you to, to help and be involved? Well, I mean, if she Each wasn't— family. Yeah, well, besides that, right, this is a beautiful, amazing, brave five-year-old child that is— innocent and she suffers so much the pain and the things that she goes through when my child has a fever I'm I feel helpless Mm -hmm. and I just can't imagine and I'm so thankful I have three healthy children and my sister does not and so I will do everything in my power to make sure that I give them everything I can because regardless of family it's the right thing to do Um, if if I was in that circumstance I would hope that any one of you would help do even just share the post, you know, visit the website, $15, whatever it may be. It makes a life-saving difference for this family, for my family and for my niece. And so, you know. Yeah. And so if you are watching on Facebook, maybe you have $15, maybe you don't, uh, you know, at this time, maybe you have $100, maybe you have $1,000, but you know, if you can donate, that's awesome. If not, there's something we always like to do, like sharing the content, whether that's sharing the Facebook event, which has been tagged in here, you know, and you can search, um, you know, Coda for Kira. And that's C-O-T-A for K-I-R-A. And you can make a donation there. Just share the link, you know, on your social media. Share it with a friend. Text it to a friend. And make it go, you know, viral as much as we can. And that's how how you can help. Maybe not monetarily, but helping spread awareness, helping spread the situation is a great way to to pass it along. You know, and the other thing to do as well is to become a donor. You know, like that's that's the easiest easiest way but it's, it goes beyond just putting that check mark next to it when you're going to the DMV like tell your friends tell your family members that you are because you know there are certain organs um like the heart is one yep. that can be transplanted to somebody else heart, but that eyes skin i mean there's very few body parts that can't be shared with others and i think the numbers are and you can look it's one organ donor um the death of one person can save over 100 i mean just by the individual things that that can be shared it's it's pretty amazing yeah you know i've seen some some videos where maybe somebody was an organ donor they had passed away and then they get to meet you know like a parent meets the person who right. wow my my daughter, my my son, or my husband, my wife, and that that's an emotional thing. But think how many lives that they touched more than 
if you did nothing in your entire life, which is not true, a lot of, you know, you are influencing, you know, in one way or another, just, just all the actions you make. But if you did nothing and then you did that and you yeah. saved one life, you know, not much less like, you know, if you're an organ donor, you could save, I'm not sure of the numbers, but you know, 10, 15, 20, 100 a lives, I don't know. Yeah, a significant. So that would be, that would be very emotional. Like seeing those videos, it's just like, wow. Have you ever seen one of yeah, those? Yeah, I've seen those. Those are, are pretty powerful. Um, I, I was going to finish saying that make sure that you tell somebody because if you don't tell somebody, your your organs can go to waste, right. you know, and, and the heart, it can, it can, it takes hours, you know, before it can be trans, you know, they need to do something in that, those time frames in order to be trans, right. in order to transplant it to somebody else. Heaven forbid there is some kind of a crisis and you lose someone that you love, you could potentially turn it into a positive thing for another family and they can live on. And yeah. In this case, a five-year-old little girl, right? Um, and so if you're thinking about it, if you've ever considered it, it's a taboo subject. But just know that there are children and people out there that could really benefit. So definitely consider becoming an organ donor and share your plan with your family. And I guess you mentioned she's in Boston right now and they're kind of just like waiting, right? Right. And they can't leave. They can't be within two hours of the hospital. Exactly. So if they get the call, you got to be there. And so one yeah. of the questions I get is, will Kira be at the benefit? And unfortunately, she won't. She'll be with us in spirit um, that, you know, and hopefully we can Skype her in. But mm -hmm. it's important that, hey, Hey, if they get the call, they're there and they're ready. Yeah. My my wife has someone that, that she's related to that actually was a beneficiary of a of an organ um that, that they needed and he was third on the list. They had called the first one, they weren't available, they were gone. You know, they weren't yeah. within the hour, like, hey, we need you here because pretty much it's ready to go. And then the second person, I think there was something there's certain requirements like you can't have this in your system or I don't even know how they checked or, or had it like. But, yeah, they were number three. And because they were here, they're ready. They they had all the requirements checked, ready to go. They were uh, benefiting. I can't even imagine being one of the first two, you know, so for her and the family to be there, they're they're ready. And they're ready. And the whole family sitting there at Ronald McDonald House, not leaving. You know, they stay within 45 minutes of that hospital. If they get the call, they're ready. And I want to be ready for them when they get the call. I want to make sure we have the funds ready and there are no questions. We're going to get that baby a kidney. Yeah. You know, you, you hear a lot about the Ronald McDonald House. And sometimes you even see the little drop box like at McDonald's. Yeah. And um, I, I'm sure they do a great job promoting it. But like hearing this story, I wish I, I could I could see more of of like stuff they do like hey we're housing this entire family they're amazing i've got to say i went to san diego when they were when she was hospitalized there to visit her in the hospital and went into the ronald mcdonald house because they have a community area where they have snacks and treats for the families and you think again you know she has two other children they they live their lives in a hospital waiting for their sister um, that's hard for yeah. a kid to sit still. And so they bring in games and entertainers. As a matter of fact, yesterday, Kira was in the hospital for two days because of her blood pressure un being unstable. When she got out, she got to go home um, and or go to the Ronald McDonald House, which is their temporary home. And they had two um, therapy miniature horses with wings waiting for her in the lobby. I mean, the amount of things they do and the impact and the way wow. they keep those kids in positive spirits it's amazing. And so they're near and dear to my heart. I actually volunteer um, there whenever I can. Um, Where right, is it? Like there, there's one in every major city. And typically by, a, so there's one, Ronald McDonald House, there's one in Houston. There's one in San Diego. There's one in Boston. Typically. There's any, a Galveston one, huh? Galveston yeah, and Galveston. apparently Lamarck. Oh, I wasn't aware of that one. But did you, or did, were you being facetious? No, I wasn't being facetious. I just wish we could start one. I feel like Lamarck should have one. Oh, God, yeah. 
I just put it in there. They typically stay close to a facility that's treating children so that they can offer these resources to families. And they do toy drives. So there's children that celebrate Thanksgiving and and Christmas there. Um, uh, So you can collect toys and drop them there so that the children and family members have something to open on Christmas. Guardy, are you a donor? I don't think I am. Man, we got to change that. He has been avoiding the topic. A little bit. I can check. I don't think I... Do you got your wallet? I do. I do have a, a license with my correct address. <laughs> oh, he's got, he's you got there. me there. <laughs> he's got, he's you got there. me there. And I may not have my driver's license. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know that you're allowed to drive. Home I got my that. insurance card. Oh, here it is. <sighs> Breathe. Okay. February 19th. I was born in 1986. Is it on the back? Ooh, no, it's on the bottom theft. right. That's what's happening here. We're all listening. We my driver's live. license number is uh, 123 <laughs> 456. Seven, seven eight, eight nine. No. Ten, 11, 12, no, I don't think it's on. Yeah, my restrictions is just have to drive with correct with glasses. No, it's at the bottom right hand corner. It would say donor on the on the front side. It would say donor on the bottom right. Yeah, I'm not a donor. Well, mm. like I said, share it with your family. Let them know that that that's your wish. That if anything was to happen to you, that you want to share the gift of life. Mm-hmm. Cool. A lot of my organs probably won't be good enough to go to somebody else. I'd the, have to think long and hard before. I mean, but I, I don't even understand. Like, is everything you you had mentioned? Like, almost everything is donatable, can be used. Yeah, I read a story, and I can't remember the exact number, and I hate to give bad n- numbers, but it was one person's life, and I want to say it was like sixteen people directly benefited from a major organ. But then, I mean, like skin cells, hair follicle. There's all kinds of things that you don't even think about that can that can go and help someone in need. You know, I, I, I do remember it wasn't what, because I was a news reporter. It was because of um, somebody had did a speech about it. They actually needed a kidney. They were in college at the time, and they had been on the list their entire life, like needing a kidney. It wasn't as, as dire as this situation, um, but had needed one, but had been on this list. And it's because donors, people don't sign up to be a donor. And so yep. she's like, I'm walking around with a bad kidney my entire life. Because there's not enough kidney donors that can help. And I've been stuck on this list. And and every time, you know, she's been on the list forever. But when there's like, you know, just like, okay, now it's the next in line. Sometimes people are jumped ahead who have a more dire situation. So you could be at the bottom of the list just hanging out at the bottom because there's so much need above you that are life-threatening or, or, or stuff like that. And location. Again, she's in Boston. Boston Children's Hospital is the number one children's hospital in the nation, six years strong. It's a great place to be. Um, but let's say there's a donor that matches here in Houston. I don't know that we could get it there in time. So I know there's a lot of factors that go um, into it, but we can all make a difference mm-hmm. by saying, hey, yes, I want to be an organ donor. Um, your children, everyone, it's a taboo subject, but there are children out Why there. Why is it a taboo subject? Because it talks about death. Yeah, nobody wants to think about you know that part of it. For me, it's like uh, I'm I'm not using it anymore. Let somebody else use it. Right. Yeah. Mm Hmm. I don't think it's taboo. Well, I don't, but I know some people do, and it's a it's a uh, a grim subject to think about. But it's a good conversation to have and tell your family that that's your wish. Yeah. Like I mean, it's taboo, and like, do you have planned out? Like, if something was to happen, um like what your funeral plans are, who's paying for it. No, I don't have a will. Exactly. I'm too young to have a will. Right. But see, that's the thing. Same thing. It's a topic that doesn't typically come up in normal conversation. Yeah, people are like, oh, you know, organ donor, they get asked, but like if you don't have all that stuff planned out, 
you know, whenever if you know, God, God forbid, and nothing's going to happen. But if it did, then it's just like, well, there's a lot of expense that goes into it that's not taken care of, and that's that's how it's taboo because you're like, I'm too young to have a will. I'm too young to be an organ donor. I'm too, you know, there's a lot of stuff that it's not an everyday conversation. They could be. Well, and if you suffer the trauma and the loss of a family member, it's not always on the forefront of your mind. But if you've taken the time to tell your family, hopefully in that grief, they'll say, hey, I know this is what he wants and make sure that, that your life gets. And can shared. your family member decide that? Like if um, it's not on your list, like, you know, if something if you've happens. you've had the conversation and they're an advocate for you and say, I know this is what he or she wanted, then certainly at least whoever's making the, the decisions that will, person have that will, will have that mind. the call. So, hey, I see Chris, uh, you know, tuned in. What's up, Chris? Shout out to the the boot barn. They're nice. they're they're helping you guys out. The um, the one thing I do have planned out, and I just I want to clarify this on air again. <laughs> Gardy gets all of my debt. Okay. So that is in the will, and Pastor Josh gets my Jeep Compass. It has so. a nice bumper on it. I, I'm a little envious of the Jeep. <laughs> So as long as that's taken care of, everything else should be good. I don't funeral arrangements, whatever else, it's all covered under Guardy's debt piece. Yeah, I'm so so lucky. I'm trying to get my debt canceled so you don't have much of a burden. That's when that happens. That doesn't, ha- that doesn't happen. They don't cancel that stuff. They start they calling people. <laughs> that's why you should pay your like pay your loans. Do something like he's like oh, collect. Like they keep calling his phone and he's just like yeah. Eh. Eh. I'll catch up with you. R and R. Hey, there was. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if we should get into this, but there <laughs> was, was so funny. Sometimes, like <laughs> law firms and people just start calling, and Kurt's like, "Who? You need a nap." Like, there's other <laughs> stuff, and I'm just like, "Is that legit or is it a scam?" And he was like, "I think it's a scam." I'm like, "What if it's legit one day? <laughs> one day it's all legit." But they're like, it, they they say different names. Like she calls, and it's definitely <laughs> the same person. And it's just, one time she's Erica, and the next time Sarah. she's Sarah. And I was like, you were just Erica before. And she's like, well, your case has been closed. We, we no longer need you. And I was like, okay, good. Yeah. good. It sounds like you need to go to the me. do not call list and, and register. Yeah. Do yeah. not scam list. Scam likely. That's the best. Whenever your phone tells you like this, hey, this is a scam. Yeah. Scam. I, I know. Answer, I, <laughs> I have T-Mobile, and it's like scam likely. I'm like, thank God it warned me. I still scam? answer. Hello? And they're like, Yes. Your social security has been, you know, we're removing your social security number right now. And I'm like, oh, please don't. I'll give you anything. (laughs) I'll give you how much money do I need to stop this? And they're like, you're the worst. And then hang up. And I'm like, really? And then now they started insulting me and my mother as they're doing it. And I was just like, you're what? Like, I'm going to be angry now that you're trying to scam me and I didn't get scammed. And so you're going to insult me and my mother. Well, there really is a list. It's do not call.org. And you can register once a year and you put your phone number on it. And it's supposed to prevent telemarketers and those organizations from having access to your phone number. But then what are we going to do with our free time? That's true. <laughs> do you ever answer them live on the air? Yes. <laughs> well, we tell them that we are. Like, he's in the car. He's like, he's crazy. You're on the radio. And they're just like, I'm on the radio. We're like, yeah. Do you want to tell your? You're like, is there anybody you'd like to shout that out? One time they he did. was like, I'd like to shout out my college. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff. is true. This happened. Well, at least you have fun with it. Yeah, yeah. our our lives are sad. Sad, sad, sad lives. <laughs> um, so, hey, Holly said, Lola says hi, Chelsea. We're watching you on the TV. Yay! Hi, Holly. Hi, Lola. What's up, Holly? And Lola is Lola her daughter? She is. Yeah. Cool. Hey, for for summer, like. Being being a mom of three, summer 
whenever you have school-age children, can sometimes be a reality check. What's going on? How's it going in the household? So it's a little tough for me this year. This is the very first year that I don't have child care for my seven-year-old. So I have the 13, almost 14-year-old, and the 17-year-old. So I thought, I'll save money. That's the child care. Right, right. Yeah. Well, my daughter's taking college classes full-time at Calm while she prepares to go off to university. And my 14-year-old is at summer camp um, Mm. at Victory Camp in Alvin. And so every day this week, I'm like, hey, who wants my seven-year-old? So thank God to my friend Amanda, who took my seven-year-old today so I could be here with you guys. And so I can go to work and make money um but it's been it's been a touch and go like every day i'm like "Eh, what are we gonna do yeah also next week there's vbs yes well and i i would love to have sawyer my youngest come but it's the daytime i work full time and i don't have anyone to transport him uh crystal got a brand brand new new car (laughs) she did i I may have mentioned that i'm like hmm what time is that you know i work you can Come grab your nephew. So yeah, it's on the way. We'll see if she picks up my subtle it's hint. It's family. Right? I'm, oh, I'm going to go tell her. We, we should call her. We'll be like, Chris, call her. are you being a really good friend right now? Hey, call her. Come and get your nephew. He really wants to join you for VBS. Let's call her. See if we can get her to answer the phone, and we'll we'll pipe her in. And then we can go back He's on He's been the telling FM. me how much he wants to ride around in that brand new Lexus. So. I do, too. It looks nice. I, I saw one for the, like in real life. I haven't seen hers yet because it's brand new, brand new. But I saw, I've seen one. I'm like, man, that's a cool car. I immediately asked slick. her, I was like, what is that? Is that a two seater, five seater? Can you fit How my kids, kids in there? How, How many, many of my, my children can get in there at one time? <laughs> it looks like it's slight hatchback. I think if we can like, you, can you put a booster seat in there? Like 80 style, we can have them roll around in the back. It was cool back Hello? then. Hey, Crystal, how's it going? You're on. Hey, it's going good. Do you want me to come into the radio booth so you don't have to talk to me on the phone? No, No, this is fine. We prefer this. This This is better. Sometime you're intimidating. You're intimidating to us. So (laughs) if it's just your voice, then we'll be okay. (laughs) Crystal, are you picking up your your nephew to bring to VBS? (laughs) Starts next week. He's seven. He really wants to ride in that Lexus. He told me just this morning. Me too, though. Can you pick me up? can uh i have to get here really early though i have to be here by He's like an early riser it's gonna be great you Chris- two are gonna bond i feel it kids wake she- up early in the summer it's <laughs> weird she's been <laughs> dropping hints all- for like a week now since you got this car <laughs> and she apparently you haven't picked up on those hints i know yet? i mean it's a five-seater i have three kids that you still have extra space <laughs> it's true so how early do you have I mean- to be here well, I have to get here at like seven thirty. So okay. So what he, time? If he doesn't mind waking up really early, then yeah, I think you could put I him to work. Him. So seven fifteen, maybe. Oh, be doors open at eight. That means I have to be here at seven thirty-two. Angel can open it. Yeah, um, Kurt. We definitely need you here bright and early because you are the backbone of VBS. Woo! <laughs> But I'm he's not. not. He's not. But he likes to hear these things. He's like, keep, keep going. going. <laughs> keep going. I'm the backbone without me. This well, you can work. be Sawyer's companion. When she shows up at 730 yeah. with Sawyer, you guys can bring him in here. Keep him busy. Kurt gets along. Exactly. With, Kurt, with you kids. can teach Sawyer how to take pictures and how to do media stuff. Whoop. It'll be great. Okay, there you is go. He, is he interested in that kind of stuff? He is. He is um, an endorsement. My son. An endorsement. Um, he's, he's hey, so, an endorsement. Are <laughs> so are we. <laughs> he, is, uh, he educates me on YouTube usage and Xbox. And yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, he's very technical. Man. My husband's an IT engineer. So I cool. think that he'll kind of follow in that technical dynamic. So we haven't had an y- uh, intern as young as seven, but we've had one as young as 17. So I feel like that's the same. Same thing. I have a 17 yeah. year old as well. Pretty much the same. <laughs> so we're, we just wanted to come and, you know, 
call you and say hi, Crystal, and make sure everything's good out there. Hi, guys. I miss y'all, but I do have to get back to my real job now. Which is... <laughs> y'all, you're working with the... Hey, we got 30 ready. seconds, and then we have to go on the FM again. So we'll, we'll get back to our real job as well. All right. Bye, Crystal. Bye. Right, bye. bye. Love you. Love you. <gasps> oh, I didn't whoopsie. even get all my love you. <laughs> Uh-oh. We already said bye. So cut her off. But sorry. We got that hooked up. Look at that. VBS taking place at Abundant Life next week. If you want to find out how your kids can attend, go to ALCC.org. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. And uh, we, we found out a new term while we were on that break. The term is endorsement. And Chelsea, who is is here in studio with us, kind of let us know what that is. Can you define what an endorsement is? Well, uh, my husband defined it for me because okay. I asked him, hey, this, that, can you build this? Can you? And he's always like, I'm an endorsement. So him and my seven-year-old, they focus predominantly on technical capability, hand-eye coordination. Okay. Like video game. See, like video, a video game yep, type it's thing. a video okay. game. Check. Um, yeah, anything to do with electronics in general. And then, of course, air conditioning. I think that's a key piece is that you're inside it in the is. AC and that most of your hobbies focus in the interior of your home. That Yeah, you're an endorsement. I like it. It's a good term. Um, Chelsea, you're here as well letting us know about some some events that are going to be taking place here in the future and how they'll be helping a, a local family right here out of, out of Santa Fe, Texas. Can we kind of talk about that a bit more? We have about eight minutes left. And we can just remind everybody, I think in July. Yes, I'd love to. So a Sunday, July 21st from 1130 a.m. to 430 p.m., we're going to be out at Three Acres Food Truck Park in Santa Fe. We're going to be raising money for Kira. Kira Walker is a five-year-old in need of a life-saving kidney transplant. We're trying to raise $40,000. We have a wonderful goal. Um, we're going to be selling barbecue plates. We have raffles. We have a silent auction with wonderful, wonderful um, opportunities. Um, we're going to have kids games, moonwalks, face painting with Bufa the Clown. Boofa! Um, yeah, we're going to have some really great stuff. Shady area, picnic tables, live music uh, by the Dreadneck Trio. They're coming out to, to um, play for us all day. Um, and we're hopeful that everyone will come out, have a wonderful day of family fun, and give money to a really great cause. Um, I mentioned earlier some of the silent auction items. We have a signed helmet from J.J. Watt and Ryan Cushing. I think it's Brian. Is it Brian Cushing? I'm terrible. Yeah, not a sports B. person. Yeah, <laughs> B. Um, and then we have a custom-made fire pit. We have a beautiful hutch donated to us by Barnes and Buildings, uh, located in Santa Fe as well. Boudin Barn. We have such great stuff, and I really think it's a wonderful opportunity. Come check out the park. Um, come have lunch. Let the kids play. Let them be free in a family-friendly uh, environment. You won't have to cook. Um, you can take food to go, and, and all that money goes to an amazing cause, which is uh, five-year-old Kira who needs that life-saving kidney transplant. So you can visit us at codafortimkira.org. You can check out our Facebook event page, which is Coda for Team Kira Benefit. Um, and you can follow Kira herself. I post regular weekly updates, pictures of Kira. She's currently at the Ronald McDonald House. So photos of her enjoying some of the uh, pet therapy and different things that they have there. So you can follow her journey and you can stay tuned. So when she gets that kidney, which we know is going to happen really soon, um, you'll know as soon as we do. You know, there's the other the other uh, silent auction item I think that you're pretty excited about. 
Southwest. Oh, Southwest. yeah, the Southwest Two tickets, Airline. yes. Two tickets to anywhere? I'm actually kind of excited about that one. Two okay. tickets anywhere, yeah. Paradise. Internationally? Um, I think it's just in the in the U.S. I'll have to verify, but... I fly to, to Dallas and back. <laughs> I can see you doing that. You can go anywhere in the United States. Oh, oh I'm finally going to go to Dallas. Go to Dallas, and, and I'm back. Man, my mom, you know, would really appreciate if I won those tickets. Hey, come on. You would out. fly Big. her down? No, I'd fly there, Maybe. It'd be easier but if you brought her down. It'll be a traditional silent auction. So come, sign up on the form. You don't have to worry about anyone outbidding you online. Stand um, there and like give them the glare and be like, this is mine. And then, of course, we have multiple raffles and things going on. Don't have to be present to win. We are pre-selling barbecue tickets. Our hope is that we can raise some immediate funds. And it really helps us with the headcount, knowing how much the Lighthouse Cook team can prepare for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, if we have large groups, hospitals or plant workers, people that can't really be there but want to participate, um, they can sign up in advance, order food, and we'll just see if we can get somebody to deliver it to them at work. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So make sure that you check out that Facebook event. You can also just... Google search Kota for Kira, and it'll pop up. You can make a donation if you can't attend the event, or you can share out the event if you want to. Just make sure that people in your life are involved as well. You know, it's too bad it's C-O-T-A and not K-O-T-A. I know, right. It would have been cool. It would be coincidental, but it is the Children's Organ Transplant Association, and all of the donations that are taken in any way, even silent auction items, are 100% tax deductible. So I do like to remind people that it's charity for a good cause, but there's a little perk there as well. For sure. Especially for local businesses and um, individuals. So yeah, if a business wants to donate an auction item or airplane tickets or concert tickets or anything at all. Yeah, absolutely. Check it out. Is there anything else you'd like to share while you're here today? Um, just, again, you know, register to be an organ donor. Tell your family. Um, if you can help us out, we'd appreciate it. Share the event. Um, and then we are looking for volunteers. We need people that want to come out and just take tickets or, or sit at the kids' games. Um, you know, we, like I mentioned, we have moonwalks, bounce houses. We have an inflatable that's um, a water slide from Derek's Party Rentals. Um, and so if anyone has time to volunteer just as little as two hours, just come sit in the shade, take tickets, help out the kids. We would love to have you. Awesome. Awesome. It's on a Sunday. Uh, I think that's a good afternoon. Go to church in the morning. Come to Abundant Life Christian Center located at 601 Delaney Road. And then you could go over just an exit down and go and to three, a- life. three Acres Food Truck Park. Our, our good friend Desiree, who owns Brazilian Drops, it's a, a salon and a, they have, they're much more than a salon. They're starting like a Botox bar. Nice. We've had some work done. You can't tell because this okay. is your first time to meet to meet us, but uh, we used to not look this way. But uh, Desiree takes care of us. But she said, I can donate. So Ooh, I love it. Make sure that you uh, hit up Chelsea Desiree and and send them a message. And or if you need help, we can get you in contact as well. Hey, so today's Thursday, which Friday means Eve. Tomorrow is Friday, and we have an awesome show as well. Looks like we're gonna have a pack show. We're gonna be talking about Care Package Drive. We're gonna have Blake from Freedom Hawk in, and we're gonna have my friend Kayla, which will be my first time to meet her. But she's been cooking for me for like the past two weeks as I've been eating her delicious food. So that way. I uh, can try and get in shape as I'm doing like the six week challenge. Nice. Yeah, I'm really super excited about the care package drive tomorrow. The guests at nine o'clock. You're gonna want to tune in for that. It's an event that's taking place here in Lamarck where they're trying to raise, uh, get some donations and stuff to send to soldiers who are on not soldiers sailors who are on the USS Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. They have they had their mission changed and so they they haven't been able to port. So they've been on the the boat the entire time, 24 hours a day. So their supplies are starting to get a little limited. And so this is just a way to say, hey, thank you for what you're doing. 
Uh, and so they're doing like non-perishable food items, toiletries, stuff like that, that can go on to these sailors who are doing their duty to serve our country. And, and we want to make sure that they, they are taken care of. And then after the show, I got, <laughs> there's some other stuff going on at 365 uh, the Lash Spa. I got I get a, a phone call from Kurt, and I think this is Monday. And he's like, Guardy, Guardy, can we go on Friday and get my eyelashes done, you know, at this time? So we're going to get some extensions, nice. uh, maybe make them a little bit fuller. I so like he'll, it. He'll uh, stand out a little bit more, and I think they're really going to pop. So we're going to see. I think we may do a social media piece. They begged piece. us. They were like, Kurt, we really want to do your lashes. They're terrible. And I was like, really? They're that bad? They usually I have know. such beautiful eyelashes. It's women that need the help. Yeah. You would think. He's saying they begged us, but I, I don't know because I di- didn't specifically have that conversation. I only I saw some messages in the past, but he was begging me. Whenever he was on the phone, I he was like, that. that sounds please. a little more believable. And it's kind of like a spa day. I know you don't give me vacation time, but a spa day would be good. <laughs> like, even if it's just Get for a, a lunch. You know those days you have off? We just need to cancel them so that way you can just at least be honest whenever you say all this stuff. Well, Somebody gave me, me two days. I get two days. I'm excited. You can go days. more than that. Oh, you're so annoying. Can you? Can, <laughs> do you want to be my new co-host? Can we get, <laughs> I can come back. I need a new one. We need the somebody else. Ultimate vacation. We can trade jobs. If Crystal. you want to go, you can go to work for me. I'll. What I'll do you do? Uh, human resources. He would be <sighs> terrible at that. I would be counseling you two a lot. I can tell. Yes, we need an HR person. We we we're, we're kind of our own HR people. Well, I'll listen in, keep you guys in line, text you <laughs> once in a while, there you remind go. you. All right, it's 1059. This is KHEA Radio. It's been Kickstart, and we'll see you tomorrow morning at 830 as we talk about everything going on in the community. Later today, we're shooting a shine on Lamarck, and then later on in the day tomorrow, Kurt's getting his lashes done as he begged this, me to make it happen. This and is going to be a lot of fun. It's happening. Y'all be blessed. Bye, Facebook. We love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you.